Hello, and welcome to the official NHA podcast. I am your interim host, Requiem, filling in for Proton Storm, who is currently doing a research project on hentai at Oral Roberts University. <laughs> Today is the seasonal preview for the next season. The next season, whose name I definitely remember, is Spring 2022. Didn't have to look that up. Uh-huh. We have a full house today, uh, more than usual. Joining us, of course, as always, is uh, ANN's best writer, Doc Kev. Good evening. Shut up, Rick. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's just the <laughs> truth. I speak the truth here, Doc. Also joining us is uh, one of the podcast best editors of the two that we have. It's huh. That's My Pizza. Yep. I'll eventually write something and post it on NHA eventually. That isn't the podcast. <laughs> we all have dreams and goals. Some of which are more realistic than others. <laughs> Those dulcet tones, because it's a season preview, that means it's time for the man who's read every light novel and all the manga. It's Raid Zeno. You can't Except forget for the, the ones web novels. And the web novels. Yeah, except for the ones I haven't. <laughs> and all the doujin. Well, yes, all the doujins. And then joining us tonight, special guest, first time making his debut. He's from the database database. It's UMR guy. Howdy. Nice to be welcome, here. Welcome aboard. Thanks. This is the obviously the best time to join us, because all you have to do is shit on some new anime. Yep, easy enough. <laughs> I guess we'll see. All right. So before we dive into the shows that are coming up in spring, let's uh, do some house cleaning on our official website. That's annotate.org or medium.com slash annotate dash official. Since last time we were here, we've added the, the annual seasonal collab. So the six new anime of winter 2022, you should be watching. Yes, we only picked six. And yes, we released it when most shows were on episode 10. Shut up. It's still good. The thing is, it wasn't that great a season, let's be honest. So we only, like, I'm pretty sure six shows was our all-time low on recommendations. Yeah. We normally do, like, ten, and sometimes we get so many good shows that we do eleven. But six is pretty low. Just And it goes to show how iffy winter 2022 was. And we only got six shows, and one of them was about badminton. Well, so, yeah, I mean, but one of one of them was so good it outshined entire other seasons. So I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah, there was still some really good stuff in winter. It was just that it's very it very top heavy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and then uh, believe it or not, the other two articles are both by Doc Kev. I know you'll be stunned. Wow, what a to shot. discover the content pump that is Doc Kev has produced more articles. One of them, uh, part of his Mamoru Hosada respective, uh, the Boy and the Beast. I'm assuming you didn't like it that much? I did quite like it. It was fine. It's not my favorite one of his, but it was good enough. And of course, a review of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Hey. Whoa. Now, uh, I'm not, we're not going to get too into Jujutsu Kaisen Zero on this podcast because this is the preview. Uh, well, next time, when Hybrid hosts, he's going to go more into depth into 
what we think of it and its place in the Jujutsu Kaisen universe and all that. But generally, I saw it. I recommend it. I believe uh, Doc more or less recommends it. Yeah, it's very good. I like it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I was just glad that it had so many showings. I really, mm. as someone who's been watching anime for like 30 years, seeing anime movies get this kind of wide release always kind of amazes me. Yeah, it was in the mainstream press in the UK for being number two at the box office after Batman. So it's like, ooh, people actually watch this anime thing. Like, yes, yes, they do. It warms my heart. All right. So moving on to a little bit of news before we uh, jump into the preview. Uh, the big news is that uh, last time we were here, we talked about the Crunchyroll Funimation merger, right? And we had talked about how, like, while it had. So it has mixed, you know, effects. Some of them will be good for consumers, and some of them will be bad. One of those that we just saw is that they've announced the death of their free ad-supported tier. Um, they'll be giving some previews of some new shows in the season where you can watch the first three episodes. But after that, uh, watching Crunchyroll for free by watching ads is essentially dead, which kind of yeah. sucks. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely. But it's not unexpected. I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, the main reason the... you do that is is to try to get a leg up on your competition. We don't really have competition anymore. You don't need to do it. Yeah, right. pretty much uh, Crunchyroll has a monopoly on the anime streaming services at the moment. Yeah, they basically just devoured their biggest competition. Yeah, and then the last I think remaining competition. Yeah, well, their other comp- big, the other big competitors in the scene right now would probably be Netflix, which is a joke in the simulcasting department, and then. Uh, is Amazon Prime still doing no. exclusives? Honestly, okay. no. They really are Nothing. Nothing for a lot so. of they, They've still got all the stuff they had, but yeah. most of it. So if you really want to watch Recreators, you're going to have to get an Amazon subscription. If you really want to watch Recreators, you've got bigger problems than your streaming subscription. Probably. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a shame, but uh, honestly, um, most streaming services of any kind that had a free ad supported tier like hulu they've all gotten rid of them a lot of times it's a way to bring customers in once you feel like you don't need to do it anymore obviously you're gonna stop you know giving that out because an ad supported tier never makes the amount of money a subscription tier does yeah Crunchyroll's ad supported tier was awful anyway i mean i tried mm-hmm. it like a couple of times and it bit like the same advertisement like about 40 times oh, God, one yes. episode it's like it's the same so, ad over and over and over again. Yeah, it just yeah. bullied me into paying for a subscription. So, oh well, I don't yeah. miss it. I mean, uh, I mean, you got a point there. They, they didn't really make it the easiest thing to use on Earth either. Yeah. All right. Well, bleeding into that, uh, there is another competitor by the name of High Dive, and uh, Doc, mm-hmm. you have some news related to that. Yeah, so um, very shortly after announcing all of Funimation's shows were coming to Crunchyroll, uh, Crunchyroll then announced that all of these shows that belong to High Dive were leaving, which is not really a surprise. So there's 61 different shows, including Food Wars, uh, Girls and Panzer, No Game, No Life, and things like Golden Time, which are all going to be going. I mean, they're all showing on High Dive already anyway, so it's not like they're disappearing forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some people might be a bit upset that maybe they now have to support High Dive. But you know, I like High Dive; it's a pretty decent service. They really need to have a PlayStation app, um, and half of their stuff is not on their iOS app either. So they need to sort themselves out a bit. But there's lots of decent 
um, things like uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. It's got that Votoms thing that Wreck likes. Oh, okay, um, I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think it's a service that's worth supporting, and definitely Crunchyroll needs a competitor who's not Netflix. Yeah. So I don't have a huge problem with this. I mean, I subscribe to both these services already anyway. So, yeah. I mean, it like it's, we, it, this was probably uh, going to happen anyway, because obviously all these licensing agreements are timed. But allowing them all to expire was probably a direct response to the merger. Yeah. I guess we can all be heartbroken now that we can't watch The Flowers of Evil on Crunchyroll anymore. Or the fourth season of Food Wars. Where a clown <laughs> literally takes a chainsaw to like some meat or something. There is no four season. <laughs> that doesn't exist. It's that's Schrodinger's anime along with Sukihime. I, I was going to say I don't, I don't think it really compares in terms of terribleness to the other anime that we treat that way. So. Yeah, but you know what? If you need your bang dream fix, you're gonna have to get it from High Dive for now. On. I imagine that- somebody watches that. My question is going to be, look, it looks like some of the most recent seasons of stuff, uh, you know, teen romantic comedy snafu season three is still there for now. Wondering how yeah, long well, that this is the on. older stuff like uh, Don Machi yeah. season one got pulled, but season two is still up. So obviously these is because they are all like they're tired. They ran yeah. out, so they let it expire. But I'm assuming going forward that Sentai was going to pull more and more of their stuff off. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know what? That's fair. Likely. Yep, it's their own. The only bullet they got in their gun is their is their content. So why share it with such a large competitor at this point? Right. Yep. All right, Pizza, you got some news? Yeah. So this week, a new anime for Ruby was announced, and surprise, surprise, it's actually a two D animation and uh, by Studio Shaft, which actually sounds pretty interesting. And looking just quickly, looking through the credits there's a lot of interesting people involved with it like Genorobuchi was credited for conceptualizing the anime with Toe Ubukawa oh, and God. then um, Kenjiro Okada uh, is the, cre- uh, the director of March Comes in Like a Lion is the chief director and just some other interesting uh, interesting creators are on the project as well like Huke who did the art for Black Rock Shooter, Steins Gate and then uh, Interestingly enough, uh, Toshima Suzuki is directing the anime at Shaft, and he uh, did uh, L'Orange, The Flower of Rene, and The Price of Smiles, which doesn't infuse me with a ton of confidence, but at least I know The Price of Smiles was trying to say something, and it was kind of ambitious, so we'll see where it goes. I mean, that's still a lot of talent and a pretty big studio for... RWBY from Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Although now that they're going to animate it traditionally, I might actually be able to watch it. Oh, definitely. And it looks like it's going to go in its own direction. So the writing won't be complete dog shit, like unlike the first few seasons of RWBY. But hey, um, it seemed pretty interesting, and I always find it interesting when uh, Japanese studios do uh, animate uh, an American property that isn't Marvel. Oh, yeah, the Marvel ones didn't really work out. Well, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I, I feel like American media is so infused with like Mar- Marvel and superhero stuff that it just kind of becomes white noise after a while. Well, 
for me in any case. My only concern is the involvement of Ganyuro Butcher, because that means, like, sure, you're going to get RWBY, but it's going to be sad, and people are going to die, and someone's going to be in love with someone else and suffer greatly for it. That's kind of what happens in RWBY already. Oh, good, then he's right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, but the thing is, he's credited as conceptualizing the anime, so that could mean a lot, or it could mean uh, Aldeno or Zero, where he just wrote, like, the setting and did nothing else. Or it could mean Madoka. I'm pretty sure he was credited with conceptualizing that shit, too. Yeah. Yeah, your pizza's right, though. That's a very vague term. It could mm-hmm. it could be like George R. R. Martin's work on Elden Ring, which was like, hey, why don't you do this? And he left, but he got paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> True. So, so, like, he could be super involved. He could be barely involved. And he just slapped his name on it. Well, guess we'll find right. out. Yeah. And same with Toe Ubukawa. We'll see how he plays, like, his sensibilities play into that. Okay, so uh, we got some very exciting news uh, Raid Zeno is going to tell us. So one of my favorite video games of all time, Legend of Mana, back on the PlayStation, um, recently got a remaster on uh, Steam and Switch, and now it's actually getting an anime, which is very interesting for a number of reasons. Um, The studios that did the opening cinematic for the remaster, which was very good, are the ones in charge of actually animating the series. So, uh, good vibes there. But also, that game has three primary plot lines, and you can go about them in any order. You can mix and match them. You can do one at a time. Um, But you have to eventually do at least one of them to see the ending. And they have chosen easily my favorite of the three to actually animate. It is called the Teardrop Crystal. and that will involve uh, one of the series' more interesting races of people called the Jumi, who have jewels embedded in their chests, which are both their source of power and their life force crystallized. So, like, if you reach in there and just yank it out, they kind of die. Gas. Hmm. This seems like a weakness. It does, but very at inconvenient. the same time... It is, but at the same time, uh, it's kind of balanced because they're also, like, ridiculously powerful if nobody can get to their core. Yeah. But, um... It's it's it's, interesting to get an anime so far past when it came out. mm Mm-hmm. And, like, of the three, I'm really, really glad they picked this one because the other two, um, the the demon storyline is kind of really generic. And the um, the Dragon Emperor storyline is is really strange and felt kind of futile. So th- this one is is very hopeful, and you have a lot of actual player involvement that matters and changes the course of things. So like it's it it's got much better writing in general. I feel so like Dragon's Emperor is like the heavens feel of a Legend of Mana. Kind of, sorta, except it, like, instead of worms, it's furries. Oh, God. That's so, t- oh, God, all the images I just got. <laughs> You're welcome. You brought that on yourself, you know that. Yeah. I never played Legend of Mana, but I did play Secret of Mana roughly a thousand years ago. Um, They have very little in common, I would say. Like, that is what all, I was of told. The, all of the weapon types exist. And that's about where the similarities end. 
Well, I'm always excited to see uh, old stuff come back, obviously. Uh, it didn't really work out for Shenmue, the anime. That's pretty mid. But maybe this will be good. I sure hope so, because it really deserves a good adaptation. It is an amazing storyline in a fantastic game. All right. If no one has anything else, we'll move on. Anybody? No. I'm nope. good. Nope. All right. So let's get started on spring 2022. This is on Annie Chart. Annie, why did I say it like that? AnnieChart.net. Uh, this is in alphabetical order in the English titles as much as possible. Uh, if it's in Japanese, I'll do my best, but it's probably going to be mispronounced. Don't at me. And here we go. First up. At, 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 at. From Shin L Animation is A Couple of Cuckoos. Oh, good. We're starting off strong. Mix up with another family's child as a baby, high school student Umino Nagi is finally meeting his biological parents. On the day of their meeting, he happens to encounter Amino Erika, a high school student at a prestigious and wealthy girls' school. At her request, he's half forced into pretending to be her boyfriend so he can avoid marrying she can avoid marrying her fiance. However, not only were they the babies who had been mixed up, they're also engaged to each other. The loving Whoa. parents of both families, bruh, the loving parents of both families officially recognize their engagement, and the couple begins living together in high school. That's appropriate. Nagi is in love with his classmate Sagawa Hiro, and Erika is determined to rebel against her father. So the couple agree not to get involved with each other. The mixed up and chaotic romantic comedy starts now. Well, that sounds awful. Uh, no, I've I've heard worse. Premises for you know the 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 separated at birth thing, but like none of them are appropriate to mention here. It's like an, every anime romantic comedy trope just all mushed together in a, yeah. just a horrible sounding blend. No thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I need you to pretend to be my boyfriend, so I don't have to meet. Me, I don't have to marry my fiance. What? You're my fiance? My fiance? Yeah, that hasn't happened a million fucking times. Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of like what takes in like at least the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the premise kind of sounds bad, but I don't know. I think I've heard some decent things about it on the manga subreddit, but then again, I haven't really paid attention to a lot of the stuff, like the chatter going on there. Well, it's to like, be fair, it's, just... it's a subreddit. You're better off not paying much attention to the chatter going on there. <laughs> True. This is some high-level parenting right here. I have arranged your marriage. Go live with her while you're in high school. Also, yeah, it's wow. the one we accidentally picked up out of the hospital instead of you. Yeah. By well, the way. technically, it, technically, it's not their fault. It's probably the ho- it's probably the hospital's fault for making that mix up. There's one of those things I mentioned that that can't be mentioned here is that they did that on purpose. Oh it's, wow! <laughs> yeah, I was like, one of them is a girl, great. one of them is a boy. I feel like that. Would, like you wouldn't. I feel like if you gave birth to a son. And then when you left the hospital, they gave you a daughter, you'd notice. Yeah. Also, there's like, like any modern hospital would have a ton of protocols to prevent shit like this from happening. Because because that would be like a huge, like, liability. Malpractice suit. Yeah. Yeah, malpractice suit. I can always just, I can already just see like the warriors lining up for this. Moving on from Felix Film is Arhen San Wa. Hako Renai. Great. We're already in the Japanese. <laughs> that didn't last long. Yeah. 
The story follows the indecipherable daily life of the short and quiet Reina Aharen and Raidu, who sits next to her. Aharen is not so good at gauging the distance between people, and Raidu initially felt some distance between the two of them. One day, when Raidu picked up the eraser that Aharen had dropped, the distance between them suddenly became uncomfortably close. And that's all we get. This is... is, um... I, I didn't really get into this manga. Um, I've heard there, there's people I know that love it. It it didn't do much for me. It's kind of your your typical offbeat rom com where one of them is a total weirdo and the other is something of a a, a straight man to the comedy duo. But like it, it didn't do much for me. Um, also, what's this a uh, for coma manga? Because it kind of looks like one. Yeah, it it's yeah, it looks like a gag manga. A ga- gag yeah, it's manga. it's definitely. Definitely a gag manga. Um, I don't remember if it was actually for coma or not, but it's got that kind of energy to it for certain. Um, there, there's a lot of object impermanence to it. Uh, mm. um, also, for what it's worth, Hakarenai is basically uh, indecipherable or unfathomable. It's something you can't understand. Huh. So, okay, yeah, back to what, whatever she's doing, yeah. he doesn't get it. Yeah, the little okay. girl character looks kind of cute but expressionless. I, I don't know what this could could be funny if it's done right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The girl is giving uh, giving me uh, like the vibes from the same vibes as the girl from the main girl from a uh, defrag, the blonde one. <laughs> I hope so. I love yeah. defrag. Yeah, that's the best like, character ever. I don't know. It's great. Like it's it seems like it's fine, but it I'm not. I'm probably just going to end up comparing it to Defrag because of the vibes Which the main character well gives me. Yeah. I feel like this is going to... People are either going to like go, eh, or really, really like this. This is going to be one of those... It's polarizing. Because stuff that's completely based on whether you think it's funny or not always ends up being polarizing. Yeah. Mm. Humor is subjective always. Eh, uh, especially when that's all you got. Mm-hmm. Moving on from production IG, it's Aoashi. Aoashi? Aoashi. Anyway. Ishido Aoi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ishido Aoi is a young, aspiring soccer Oh, God, it's a sports anime. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> aspiring soccer player from a backwater town in Japan. He hopes His hopes of getting into a high school with a good soccer club are dashed when he causes an incident during a crucial match for his team, which results in their loss and elimination from the tournament. Nevertheless, he catches the eye of someone important who happened to be visiting from Tokyo. How will things turn out for Ashido? The same way they turn out for every other motherfucking sports anime protagonist. Dear God. And this just looks like, like the like the the key image just looks like soccer Haiku. Yeah, IQ. IQ. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that it pretty much looks like soccer IQ, and which yeah. which means they better have the sport down real fucking good because that was kind of the point of that was it, it like Haikyuu had had pretty much mastered the sports series like in every aspect and that's going to be an unfavorable unfavorable comparison for this one unless it also blasts every part of it out of the park and like I doubt it it's made by Production IG, which are a pretty high-quality studio, so it might be good. I mean, it's sports anime, so I'm probably not going to watch it, but I maybe somebody will like it. Didn't Production IG also do Haikyuu, or was that Bones? Mm, not sure. 
But in case, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that production IG will do a pretty good job of am- animating this show. Since production IG, I, think... I have the, I have the DVD in front of me. Production oh. IG. I can. <laughs> well, they know how to draw it then at least. Yeah. Yeah. And they can certainly animate it. Spores anime. Uh-huh. Let's talk about something awesome instead. Ascendance of a Bookworm Season 3. Woo. And I think it's Woo. by a different studio as well. Oh. This time? Is it? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, Agiato? Agi- nope. Agiato. Same no, studio. Same one, right? Okay, yeah. well, never mind then. Yeah, they've done all of them so far. So, uh, let's see. An immense display of mana in front of the Knight's Order has earned mine, or mine, depending on who you are, the attention of nobles. The result, yet more people appear hoping to exploit the young apprentice Shrine Maiden's value. And so the high priest decides to shelter mine in the temple to safeguard her from the impending danger he foresees. But mine's main concern is still books, and she works to advance the printing process so the price falls and more people can buy them. Her long winter in the temple away from her family begins, but everything changes as the harsh winter passes and the spring nears, offering a glimpse into what the future holds for this biblio-fantasy. Yes, give me all of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm still current on the light novels, and it is still amazing, so... Yeah, and I personally like that, like this series of arcs that this season of anime will cover, because it starts incorporating like a lot of the world-building into the story and using it in very interesting ways, and it also generates a lot of interesting action as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a lot more... I feel like it's even more active than the first and second season combined, while also retaining the state like the same feel to it as well. It's just more of good, more good yep. stuff. Just, just give me more bookworm. Hook it to my veins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, inject it directly into him. <laughs> yeah, it's a non-shitty isekai. I quite like this one. Yeah, like it's these, one of the the isekai elements barely matter at this point, except that she's mm. really into books. Yeah. yeah. And she invented shampoo. Well, also the whole drama between her and uh, the blonde-haired kid. What's his name again? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, fuck, like, That was a very it? important part of that story arc. God, I yeah, that name. was really cool. I, I thought that was a really interesting way to handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, it fe- like, it doesn't... Everything in the show feels very... Cont- it feels relevant to the overarching story. Which I can, which is actually yeah, kind there's... of rare in some of these ECK light novels. Like in general, yeah, there's, there's of... no dangling plot threads. Everything has a purpose. Yeah, there's no chafe. Everything is used or chaff. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, uh, more sports anime. Oh boy, Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. The story centers on two young women golfers named Eve and Aoi Amawashi. The two come from completely different backgrounds, have completely opposite play styles, and together they will shake the world of golf. <laughs> golf doesn't have teams, though, does it? Um, uh, well, technically you can make any sport sometimes. a team. Uh, they do in schools. In America they do, at least. Like You, you go out, obviously you play individually, but then your, your scores are aggregated. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how they do it in like the Olympics as well, and the uh, the is it the Ryder Cup? I, I can't, some of those ones that all end in cup, like there's an American yeah, yeah, one, yeah, the, the European Ryder Cup, one, yeah, U.S. Alternate. versus Europe, yeah, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Well, speaking as someone from the country that golf was originated in, it's, it's a brutally individualistic sport where uh, individual players you know, beat each other to death with clubs. So I can't see this being a team sport at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently um, they're going to shake the world of golf by wearing short shorts while playing. Well, I'd watch that. Either way, yeah. it's golf. I don't care. I don't know. It's an anime original, so it could be. It, it could have an interesting spin to it. Like, yeah. spin. I know the it's stars spin. align. Uh, it's like, yeah, it is oh, Bamco. Yeah. But, yeah, um, the point I was trying to make was um, the Stars of Line was basically another tennis anime, but it had a really fresh spin to the story itself. So I wouldn't completely discount, um, wouldn't completely discount just like a golfing sport anime to be something generic. But who knows? I mean, it's I'll not like we're drowning. It in golf. It's not like we're drowning in golf anime. So at least it's a different sport. Yeah. But I'm just kind of interested in like how the two different play styles that ca- each character has will play out. Like, is the blonde girl like the don- Donkey Kong or Bowser of the series, where she just smacks the golf ball wherever, but has little control about it? Mm. But who knows? Well, my guess would be that one of them is a big hitter, like a Happy Gilmore driver, and the other one is like a pitching game kind of person. Yeah. The other one's technical and accurate and all that. Yeah. How can these two different players ever get along? Yeah. The same way they do in every other fucking sports anime. Oh my god. Okay. So uh, when will they kiss? That's the important question. Will they kiss? Yes. That's all. Unfortunately, unfortunately not. It's still anime. It's still Japan. When's the beach episode where they golf in the tropics? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where's the hot springs episode? if, If they were going to kiss, they would be kissing on that key image already, or at least looking at each other. They should, because that would give them a lot more attention. I, right? It would be a lot more popular, I can tell you that. Also, okay, so men the... exist on this one, so probably not. Oh yeah, there uh, are men in the background. That is very interesting. So the next anime is Black Rock Shooter Dawn Fall, and the description is nothing. Yeah, it doesn't have. We get like, nothing. Have you watched the original Black Rock Shooter anime? Like, OVA? Nope. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> I did like a, uh, I don't remember anything that happened though. Well, maybe it that's why. Cool. <laughs> it looked really cool, but what I don't remember what anything that happened. Yeah, well, that that's all you really want to look for, I think, in Block Rock Shooter, since it's a lot more style than substance, from mm-hmm. what I remember. Or all seen. we can tell you for sure is that it exists. Yes, and it's based on other. Which yeah, source something. other. I... Well, Black Rock Shooter was basically just art that some guy made and then get turned into an anime. I thought it was turned into a music video. Oh, I yeah. I think, I think that is kind of what happened. That's but the thing the is, there's no real source material. Right. Mm-hmm. But hey, if you like uh, Huke's art, here's more of it. I mean, and it's, it's animated. Cool. All right. Well, since there's no t- description, I guess, in those... No point to dwell on it. Next is build divide hashtag FFFFFF code white, which is described it's... as the second season of build divide code black. Thank you. So guys. that that's not a hashtag. Um, it's a pound sign. It's yeah, a pound. It's a pound, it, it's a pound sign because the the six F's ahead of it are um, the hexadecimal color code for white. That is Jesus literally Christ. how you code the color mm. white when you are making a website. So it's build divide white, cold white. Mm-hmm. It's literally the code for white, code white. <laughs> oh, God. I, I mean, 
it makes I now sense hate this because show. the first one was zero 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 zero, which is the code for black, and it was of course called Code Black. I hate okay. this show. I've never watched it, but I hate it. Then what it's, is Build Divide even about, anyways? Was it like uh, a card game show? Yeah, I believe it is, but I think it's a digital card game thing. Like, there's some VR MMO aspect of it or something. Huh. Or at it, least it there's some AIs vibes. involved or something. That it, Programming is, is obviously a heavy theme of it in some way. Hmm. So is the sequel yeah, going to be like called... I'm assuming. Is the sequel going to be like Code Puce or Code, code Teal or something like that? I don't know. They could go I, the Pokemon route oh, and just Perry make Weedle. up a completely different thing, like Code Honestly, Sword. Honestly, I doubt it because most <laughs> likely, most likely, they're going to stick to six of the same character there, which only have so many combinations in a hexadecimal system, specifically sixteen. So, is any is, of you guys there is a watch hard the show? Limit on that. No, no, I've got no, no idea what this is. Yeah, neither no. do I. Not a clue. Six, there's five of us on this, and nobody watched it. That's amazing. I think right. uh, if you liked it, I don't know. If you liked zero 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 code black, then you'll probably like F F F F F F F F code white. I guess Jesus. Anyway, as for Linden films, they're usually pretty good. So yeah. yeah coming up next from Mappa, our favorite um, slave driving studio, is Dance Dance Danseur. A danseur? That's probably French or something. You probably, I think you got it right. Danseur. Danseur Noble, a ballet dancer qualified to dance the role of the prince. Second year junior high school student Murao Junpei was fascinated by ballet as a boy, but gave up on dancing after his father's death, as he had to become a man. What? However, one day, yeah. a beautiful transfer student named Godai Miyako appears before him. Miyako takes notice in Junpei's love of ballet and invites him to dance with her. Along with Miyako's cousin, Mori Ruo, he begins his career as a full-fledged ballet dancer with the aim of becoming the world's best dancer, the Danseur Nobel. Only those who have sacrificed everything are permitted to stand in the beautiful and harsh world of classical ballet. What will be the fate of a total beginner like Junpei? This is this is actually kind of interesting. Like, I'm definitely not going to watch it. It's not my thing. But, like, <laughs> just the, the key image makes it look like it's going to be a reverse harem thing or an Atome game. But, no, it, it's... It's a sports anime on classical ballet with a male it sounds like protagonist. A sports anime. Yeah. What? Huh? The guy like, loves it. Has to give it up. Gets called back to it. Right. It's, has it's to work his way up. That's a sports anime. anime. Stuff. But yeah. it's exactly. classical ballet with a male protagonist, which is very interesting. And like we've had dance shows with male protagonists before. There was there was Welcome to the Ballroom. There's been a couple others. They were generally good. Yeah. Also, wasn't Welcome to the Ballroom also produced by Mappa? Might have been. Or was it Probably Madhouse? Probably looked a lot like th- it looked a lot like this. Yeah, it did I look mean, a lot like this. But that that one also came from a manga. Um, yeah, I mean, if it has Yuri on Ice vibes, it might work. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, I don't want to say it depends on how gay it is, but uh, no, that one. Uh, Welcome to the Ballroom was actually production IG. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, really? So we already know Production IG can do sports anime. <laughs> yes. Even when very long next. Even when it's sports in finger quotes, like non-traditional. Yeah. I mean, it's still not the weirdest sports anime style thing I've seen that, that's still that quiz show. Oh, God, the quiz show. I love that. I love Fast that Fast finger manga. first. Mm-hmm. I actually love that show. 
it was great. But I'm a trivia freak, so it was basically mm-hmm. designed for me. Yep. I love Fast and Furious. Same. All right. Anybody got anything else about Dance Dance Dunes 2? Nah. Okay. Holy shit. Coming up next from Geek Toys, it's Date Alive 4. They made Ooh. a Date Alive 4. Why? Oh my god. I, why not? It's so f- the series is so stupid and fun. I love it. Oh, yeah, but was anybody really calling out for Day Live 4? I was. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure enough. the people who watched season three are still wanting the the rest of it animated, but like yeah. my question is why is that getting it and not something that actually deserves it? Yeah, Such like as... not an Osbury treasure. <laughs> Knew that was coming. <laughs> give me yeah. that give me my fucking season. Yeah. But for the uninitiated, Data Live is basically a show where uh, light novel protagonist Kun saves the world by uh, kissing girls. But yeah, it's treated, yeah. But it's treated in a way that is super serious and completely bonkers. So it's a lot of fun. Like if I had to compare it to anything, it would. The show really reminds me of Charles Barkley Shup and Jam Gaiden. Like it's completely <laughs> serious about. It's like the weirdest comparison I've ever heard. I don't know why you picked that when there's a much more recent and, and much more prominent uh, game to compare it to. It's the, the Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise rom-com <laughs> anime. You're not wrong, but uh, I haven't been watching a I'm lot here of gameplay of that. Girls. <laughs> so he is like literally hunter, there to kiss girls. Oh, so, but, God. This but, is a different studio that did the first three, then. Yeah, um, Date of Live basically gets a new studio every single season. It gets. It's, that's so, because it's a hot potato and nobody actually wants to deal with it. Yeah. But, uh, but Geek Toys did do Date a Bullet and Plunderer and Hansuki. Oh, oh boy. At least, the, at least those shows <laughs> no, look that's good. That's not exactly a promising resume. No. Although, I'll admit, Hensuki made me laugh, but that's yeah. because I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. But I will say... Um, what really separates Day of Life from like the other light novel series is that I feel like it has a good. Well, the writing is a little bit above average, and it also delves into the implications of each scenario and uh, the characters' emotions behind it, except for like the twin, except for like one or two characters. But generally, the series is very good at handling its characters and using them in interesting ways. Yeah, well, if you're also a degenerate fan of Data Live, there you go, season four. Well, coming up next from Encourage Films, it's Diam Diamon. 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 Digivolve two. No, get out of here. <laughs> Devimon. Uh, Nagumu Irino returns to his Kyoto home for the first time in ten years when his father is hospitalized. Nagomu is eager to take over Ryokosho, the family's Japanese sweet shop, but he is instead asked to be a father figure to Itsuka Yukihara, the girl everyone calls the successor. Oh, snap. Wow, that's that's kind of a shitty role to be handed. Oh, Come wow. Come home expecting to inherit the family business and instead get told, no, you get to take care of this girl that we picked out of nowhere to be our successor instead. Mm. Like, but it's wow, your, life your about parents a sweet shop, didn't I mean. like you much, huh? Yeah. I'm here for Slice of Life about a sweet shop. I'm in on this. It, it's yet another high school boy becomes father figure to little girl. Well, it doesn't say With he's a high cooking. school boy. With um, cooking show 
interspersed with it. Like, it's it's basically going to be another... I hope it's going to be anywhere near as good as another Sweetness and Light. Are you sure this guy's a high school kid? He doesn't say that, and he looks older than that. I'm not. I I hadn't zoomed in on the picture. I think you'd be more likely he's from college. Okay, so it's uh, girls listen to your father. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping for Degashi Kashi. I highly doubt it. Yeah. Give me give me a show that's about you know fun people having a good time while enjoying traditional Japanese sweets, and I'll watch it. All right, here we go. Here we go from a studio. Can't pronounce Jumandu. Is don't hurt me, my healer. We all know healers suck. Hmm. The story oh. of this series uh, follows Alvin, a knight with saint-like patience for annoying people, and Carla, a dark elf healer with a sharp and a rotten personality, who always speaks without thinking first. Together they form a party and go on fantastical adventures. And that's all we get. Yeah, so I think this is also for Koma manga. Yes, I have heard very, very good things about this. Everyone I, I've talked to that's actually read this loves it. Um, I was initially kind of uh, you know, tempered expectations about it, but then that that studio actually has some. Re- it, it's not that prolific, and in fact, it's been ten years since they were credited with anything. Huh? Holy but shit! The things yep. that they did, uh, kind of a mixed bag, but there's potential at least. Um, first of all, the the oh, latest thing they've stuff. done is Achikochi, which I fucking loved. That was it's one great. Of my favorite shows. Um. They were involved in Yuri Yuri. Um, huh. Oh, they, they did C. In, I loved C. Yeah, but they were also involved in Oreimo. Oh, God. They should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not sure that's their fault. They were adapting yeah. some really shitty source material, but... Guilt by association. Yeah. Echikochi's anyway, great, I, though. It is. It is absolutely wonderful. Um, I am really looking forward to this. Uh, They're... It's it's got the same kind of uh, comedy hijinks as Achikochi. It's just going to be in a it, it it's basically a fantasy setting, but like think the like in universe of an MMO kind of setting. I mean, the design looks pretty funny. I see a bear. I see uh, like a talking mushroom. I'm down. Those are those are NPCs or monsters, most likely. But I yeah, mean, you've, a you've dark got the elf nine... either with a sharp tongue. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down for it. But I'm in like white on rice. <laughs> <laughs> Venture, comedy, and fantasy. So you got three tags. Wow. Uh, okay, our good friends at Polygon Pictures are up next with Estab Life Great Escape. With that legendary source other. <laughs> the distant future, after reaching its peak, Earth's population fell into decline. AI was developed to help preserve the species and manage the ecosystem and grand experiment in human diversity. Though genetic engin- through genetic engineering, a diverse array of peoples, including beast folk, magical beings, and more, was created to live in a diversity separated into walled clusters. Each cluster developed a unique culture befitting of the people that live there. Their lives and the system is continually ma- maintained by the AI to ensure survival. Hey, 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 you know what source other means in this case? It's mobile a mixed game. media project. Oh, God. That's even worse than a mobile game. Uh, it, it actually might be a mobile game because it is um, 
Yeah, it's it's Android and iOS. It is a MMORPG action game from Squeeze. Oh. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give this one a pass. Yeah, same. E-stab life. Like, let's create diversity of peoples and then wall them off like, into separate districts. I think it's Estab life, like establish, but yeah. I'm going to yeah. call it Estab. It probably doesn't deserve to be pr- pronounced correctly. I just love this idea that, like, let's celebrate diversity by walling people off into separate districts. <laughs> Segregation. Can, can I ask how in the hell you genetically engineer, you know, magic using? That's a good question. I mean, if magic's a thing, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to breed for it. Breed for it, sure, but like genetically engineer, like engineer a beast folk, sure, I guess, but like you genetically engineer like a fairy. Uh-huh. Depends on how they get the magic. Yeah, that's that's more my question, really. Yeah. Maybe it's like, um, well, it, there's regular magic much, high school where it's like a computer thing. It's there's pretty much endless possibilities on how you might be able to do it. So it's it's really dependent on the setting and. Honestly, I don't expect much out of this setting. Yeah, this is going to No, suck. I don't expect We all know it. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, it's Polygon. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Total good shows by Polygon, zero. That Knights of Cydonia, I liked that one. The second season of that was brutally terrible. Well, yes, that's true. But the first season was good. Uh, oh, look, sports anime. From Ladeuce. Or Le Duce, it's Fanfare of Adolescence, which, uh, all things being fair, is a pretty great title. The story takes place at a horse racing academy that trains boys to become jockeys. The three-year academy is very competitive, and those who wish to enter must not only pass an academic test, but a physical and fitness test as well. Yu Arimura is a former popular idol who becomes enamored with uh. horse racing after seeing it for the first time and wants to join the academy. Shun Kanami was raised on an island and only experienced horse races through radio broadcasts. Amane uh, comes from a high-class family in England, and his father is a former jockey. Amane has previously attended horse racing academies in various countries. The, the show follows these three 15-year-old boys at the academy of horse racing. Like, no honestly, it, horse sure. racing, really? Like, your competition there is Uma Musume, and you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's no basically, it's basically I'm waiting the, for the uh, crossover dojins personally. It's, no. the Bishonen, it's the Bashonin no. version. It's the Bashonin version of Uma Musume. Hey girls, we're here to ride you. I could uh, <laughs> I could stop. That's, that's so many bad implications. Um, oh, also God. all of those dojins already exist. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> is there any chance this is good? Probably not. Uh, th- it might be, but again, it, it's it's competition blows it out of the water. Also, source is other, so guess what? That source is means. original. Source is original. Oh, original. I mis I misread that. Whoops. And this this studio hasn't done very much. They did. I chew halfway through the idol, which is still the weirdest <laughs> title ever. I love it. Um, and he also did release the spice, which I heard good stuff about. Yeah. And then uh, they've done some FGO ad- adaptations. They did the the Sinbad spinoff of Magi. No, they did Classroom Crisis. That that was pretty good. Yeah, they're not exactly um, prolific though. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I at least it has a cool title. title. <laughs> I know. So Fanfare good. of Adolescence is a good title, man. I can't I can't hate yeah. on it. Yeah. All right, from Studio Three Hertz, it's Healer Girl. 
The anime depicts the world of healer girls, high school girls who cure people with singing. Source original. Okay. That that uh, might be decent. Um, the studio is good stuff at least. Um, didn't they do Dimension W? Uh, they did Sao Ggo. They did, did they Princess do Principal. Dimension they did. W. Uh, they did. Then fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Sora no method. Um, they were apparently involved in flip flappers. Oh, that's interesting. They I did Rifle is beautiful. <laughs> they look to be on look to be up on the hook for uh Devil's a part timer season two in some way. Yep. Huh. Hmm. All right. Alrighty, I mean, it's hard to go on with like we got no information except it's music, it's original, and they heal people with singing. Yep. Yeah. The so, um, key art well the promo art looks nice. I'll say mm-hmm. that. It's yeah, cute. It's cute. Yeah. Hard to know what to go on with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, next is heroin or heroin. Heroin Tarumono. Kiraware heroin to Nasho no Oshigoro. Hiori left her hometown. I'm doing my best. To pursue her passion, track and field. But oh Jesus Christ. By enrolling in Tokyo's Sakuragaoka High School. Looking for a part time <laughs> job in Tokyo, she ended up working as an apprentice manager for her classmates and lip ex lip members. Yujiro Somiya and Aizo Shibasaki. The story revolves around the coming of age of Hiyori as she juggles school, extracurricular life, and managing and lip x lip as they shine on stage. So it's it's idol anime. It's idols and sports anime at the same time, maybe? It's also uh, the same studio that's doing fanfare of adolescence, so most likely both are going to suffer in quality. Um, for what it's worth, the the title roughly translates to to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl and the secret job. Huh. Okay. Um, it's ba- the source is other because it's based on a song. Huh. Like the. It's based on a song. It's based on a song. The last time we had stuff based on a song was that one. Um, was it, was Mecha- it Megu City Actors? Yeah, Mekaku yes, City Actors. Mekaku City Actors, which I despise. Oh, God, the show was so bad. It was yeah. awful. So I, I don't have a lot of hope for this one. Well, Maybe Leduce can can still bring it home, but I doubt it. Well, I think a better indicator of how the show would go would probably be to look at the staff to see if the director or any of the creative staff can like spin something um, interesting out of this. Directed well, by Noriko Hoshimoto. Uh, Kari Ishii is the character designer and chief animation director. Uh, oh, composer so... Moe Huga. Huh. Th- that doesn't mean nothing to me. Yeah. Me neither. Okay, well, it could be a toss-up. At least it's not a toss-up it. this year. Yeah. I'm well, not expecting much out of that one. We'll see. Like, it airs in 10 days, so maybe the first episode can give us a better idea of what how it will be. All right, moving on. Ooh, here we go. Cloverworks gives us In the Heart of Kunoichi Subaki. The story centers on the titular Subaki Konoichi, the best student in her school. She lives in a village of women with the rule they cannot have contact with men. However, she has a curiosity about men that she could not reveal. Tags a comedy supernatural and supernatural comedy. Oh, God. I saw huh. the PV for this. It actually looks really cute. It's by Cloverworks. Their stuff at least starts out good. 
Yeah. yeah. And apparently that's, the that's damning with faint praise. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the source manga was made by the guy who made um teasing master Takagi san. Yeah, it looks like that. Like the the art style is very similar. That he's he's very hit or miss for me. I don't know. I but. I I fell off of teasing master really hard, but I'm really digging his uh current shogi manga. Hmm. Which isn't about Shogi at all, it's just that's how their characters interact. Interesting. Is that the when will a guy make the first move? Yes. Yeah, that's good in anime too. Good. That guy's get yeah, that manga artist's getting a lot of anime adaptations now. He's Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. His stuff's popular at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, comedy, supernatural, ninja girls, clover works, could work. I'll yeah, watch could. it. I, I've, I, let me put it this way: No matter what happens, I guarantee you, there's worse Ninja Girl focused anime. Yes, that is that is an, an absolute fact. Like, yes, yeah, like Senran Kagura. Unless you're looking for something specific, then that, that might be or, a very or, good. Or two, or two things that, that, are spe- that two wasn't things. even on my bottom five, dude. <laughs> I apologize. You have no idea. Isn't that bad? To be honest. With you. Yeah. All right, well, here well, we go. The thing about Senra and Kagura is it's appealing to a very specific fan base. Yes, right. it is. Anyway. A well-rounded fan base. All right, here's a show I've been very interested in. Uh, from EMT Squared, it's I'm Quitting Heroing. After uh, saving humanity from the despicable Demon King, Leo Demonheart does not earn a hero standing. Instead, he is regarded by sus- with suspicion and hostility by those he fought to protect. Treated as a pariah with nowhere else to turn, exiled Leo seeks a position in the army of his former nemesis. But the army is not what it once was before its defeat at Leo's hands. So to maintain his new position, Leo must whip the forces back into fighting shape. So, yet again, the hero gets screwed over by the people he was sent off to protect. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody ever learns this lesson somehow. So he kills the demon lord... And then he comes back to the demon army. He's like, I hear you have a position open. Yeah, and that definitely wouldn't... Well, that would totally go over easily. Yeah. What are you going to do, say no? The uh, the previews for that looked really funny, so I've been kind of curious. I don't know. I just kind of feel like, in general, I've been kind of getting annoyed at these white novels in general, because generally I feel the writing for them are kind of weak and they always just kind of follow the same formula where the yeah. main character is like a super badass, but everybody kind of disregards him. And then uh, he basically just gets all, he completes everything by just beating stuff up through fights. And it's just like, I guess this, this feels more I like a workplace, com- like a fantasy workplace comedy. Yeah. To some is degree. Um, I, I feel like that's what they're going for. But again, like, I hope so. It's got it's got competition yeah, within its genre that absolutely blows it out of the water, and I don't see it beating them. Because this specifically reminds me a lot of Maoyu, which it's not going to beat. Mm. Really, it remind it kind of reminded me more of uh, I couldn't be a hero, so I decided to get a job. I didn't watch that one, so but that one's really funny. Uh-huh. I'm amazed this is a late novel with such a short title. Um, well, I'm sure the actual title is slightly like longer. Words title, long. Yes, yeah, they just shorted it down. Really? Okay. Actually, <laughs> actually I think wasn't the uh, isn't that uh, Yusha Yamemasu Yamemasu? 
Yeah, but I think it's actually it has short a, title. I, I think it has a long uh, subtitle in tildes. Oh, well. That most people skip. Mm. I'm cool with that. Subtitle. Yeah, we need to we need to rebel against the long titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's one of the big hitters from A1 Pictures. It's Kaguya-sama: Love Is War, ultra romantic. The third and season three. of Kaguya-sama. And literally, that's all the, the details we get. Is it's the third season? Yeah. Well, that's all you, you really need. need yeah. Do you really need any more details? You don't. It's, you really don't. Yeah. I like that it's tagged as comedy psychological. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That fits. That fits. Yeah. I, I can't dog him for that. Yeah, yep. I love this show. I cannot wait for this because the, the manga goes to some really interesting places. And I just, I hope that um, I hope that the adaptation remains as good as the first two seasons because it's such a great adaptation. I really need it's, to actually just go A1. back and watch it. <laughs> yeah. They they haven't handed it off to another studio, I don't think. So no, no, no it's, it's been all, all the whole time. Yeah. Yep, yeah. all been A one. So I don't foresee any problems. Yes. It, what imagines that will be? the most or second most popular show of the season? Uh, I don't know. It's It's got some good competition this time. It's true, but it's also got the built-in fan base. Yeah, I'm but so it's... does one we're going to get to in like two series from here. Yeah. I, I'm hoping it's, to my mind, a little better even than the second season. I don't know what it was about the second season. Parts of that I felt were... Also, some parts are fantastic. Some parts I felt were not quite as good. You know, Overall, oh, it was okay, but highs and lows. I, I want to point out, um, it may not be the most popular show of the season, because the most popular show of the season is one we'll get to that is absolute crap. No. Oh, that's oh yeah. Fun. Speaking of crap... Studio Perot brings us another fucking season of Kingdom. Woo, Again, Kingdom. Who is, is watching this? No idea. Who was watching this? Identify yourself and be shamed. Well, maybe they have like a cash cow just funding the adaptation of it. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's, like it's one of the worst in other parts of the world. Seen. What is Kingdom about anyways? Besides a it's, Kingdom. It's Chinese. It's, it's, like the, it's, it's Romance of the Three Kingdoms, basically. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but it's, it's, just, it's just the CG is awful, just awful. Moving right along. <sighs> All right, coming up is uh, Comey can't communicate part two from our. Woo! I'm assuming dropping on Netflix. Yeah, so Probably. we won't see it till uh, summer or fall. No, but they were they were only a couple of weeks behind. Uh, yeah, they're about the three first... weeks behind, I think. Uh, yeah, could be worse. Comey and Pals are back. Who else will Comey make friends with? How will their relationship with Tadano evolve? It probably won't. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, no. it, it will eventually. It just depends on how far they're... Yeah, uh, the, the manga's got about 25 volumes or something, so yeah, you know, maybe so, sometime in like... Things have actually happened there, so... Yeah. That's a lot mm. of volumes. <laughs> it's it's good, though. It's, it's yeah. fantastic they, stuff. They, they go by quick. I, I've only gotten through about the first two or so, but yeah, they just sort of rip on through. Okay. Well, yeah, comedy not a bad thing, which is not tends a bad to thing. read faster, right? Mm-hmm. I've been told. All right. Oh, read. God. <laughs> oh, God, I hate this show. Sunrise Beyond unleashes Kyokai Senkai Part 2, also known as Am-Aim Warrior at the Borderline, one of the worst <laughs> mega shows I've ever seen. <laughs> I hated this show. 
with a deep passion because it could have been good, except they failed at every opportunity. Ah. There's no description, and it doesn't deserve one. It's a mecha show by Sunrise. It is not Gundam, and it is not good. And doesn't it have a lot of nationalistic, like, Oh, so much. The whole setup is that Japan got invaded by other armies from other countries, all of which are very thinly veiled references to China, the United States, Australia, and uh, Russia. Damn those Australians. (laughs) And all of the... uh, all of the villains are just the most like Saturday morning cartoon villains on earth. Like, ah, I'm going to crush the Japanese and like, and they they're all like, make sure their they're servants all furniture and shit. Too. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. Cool. Honestly, that's kind of par for the course. I've seen enough white novel adaptations to, I've seen a lot. I've been I've watched so many light novel adaptations. That I've kind of been desensitized to the cartoon villains. Well, the cartoon villain trope. That's so bad. Like, because that setup could be really interesting if handled by someone who knew what they were doing or cared, or wasn't a nationalist. Yeah, or, or if it was, if the position wasn't right. glorious would, Nippon. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You you would think that with all their fucking mecha shows bitching about war, that Sunrise would have you know figured something out about it by now. But no, mm. right. You know, if anybody could do that shit, like the company, this the company that did Iron Blooded Orphans should understand it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. We got something way better coming up here. Yep. Project number nine, Love After World Domination. Woo. As I call it, Power Rangers, the romantic comedy. Yep. There are two sides to every coin, light versus dark, good versus evil, love versus hate. Sometimes the line between the two grows thin, and it's so, so easy to cross. So it's no surprise that Fudo Aikawa, a.k.a. Red Gelato of the Gelato Five, and hero to all people, May he just have happened to fall for the villainous and member of the evil shadow organization Gekko, Desumi Magahara. When opposites like these attract, what's more than a few obstacles to their love? What's a pair like this to do? This is this is the, the best idea ever. Shit. <laughs> the now, the manga fair, is hilarious, and it's so adorable too. I love it. It is. It's great. To be fair, this they did this. There's a season of Power Rangers called Turbo, which is based on a Japanese show called Car Ranger. That is a parody of Power Rangers, and they did this exact storyline, where the Red oh. Ranger fell in love with the with the villain's daughter. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. And it was great. It was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. So everything <laughs> I've seen on this gives me high expectations. Yeah, and Red Zeno and I have read the source material, and mm-hmm. it totally deserves it. Like yep. I'm behind on it, but goddamn, the the chapters I read were just so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to spoil some. Some of the jokes, but I think it's best just leave it as is so people can find out. But yeah, yeah. high recommendation for both both Right Tenno and me. Yep. Which is pretty I rare mean, since we disagree on a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they tread some of this ground as a subplot and World Conquest as a beta plot, but this is what more leading into the Sentai thing yeah. makes it just so much. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. can imagine like this series being set, set in the. Same universe as like uh, Miss Kuroitsu's monster development as well, yes. because they have a lot of whole series have very similar vibes in some regards. And or, I feel like they like they cover and detail their characters in interesting ways as well. So, yeah, super good. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I was gonna say, it, it, it feels like it almost could have been a doujin of Kuroitsu-san, especially coming the season after. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, the, the the one I'd more uh, 
expect to see was uh, it being in the same universe as is um, Miss Black General, which oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you yeah. remember that one. I do. But <laughs> it's, it's like knockoff Batman and, uh, uh, you know, the, the vice president of the evil organization is a uh, strong-willed villainess that is trying to throw herself at him at every opportunity. He's just like, <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Not Please interested. No. And she doesn't care. Kind of also reminds me of that remember that anime where like the villains from a old Sentai show where the the focus like Dor, uh, can't remember Doro something, Doranji. That was pretty funny, but I, I can't remember the title, so I guess it couldn't couldn't have been that funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's another sports anime. It's Love All Play. The story follows Ryo Mizushima, who was once an obscure badminton player in high school. He now strives to become a top athlete and take his high school team to the inter-high tournament, breaking some fucking new ground. Yeah, the, the, it, it's so oh. boring and cliche, they couldn't even continue the fucking description. What is up with all the badminton anime all of a sudden? He was one obscure bad. badminton player who will strive to still be an obscure badminton player because it's badminton. Like, the best badminton right. player on Earth is obscure. Yep. Like Right now, name me the guy who won like the last gold medal in, in badminton. Is there a gold medal in badminton? Is yeah, it's an Olympic, Olympic sport. sport. Yeah, yeah. The Does Chinese and the Koreans always wear it. In China and Korea, it's very popular. Uh, it's actually kind of fun to watch because of how fast they do it. But I don't remember anybody's name. Right. All right. So that'd probably be terrible. Sunrise mm-hmm. comes back to give us another season of Love Live. Nijigasaki, Gaokin School Idol, Dao Kukai Two. Second oh. season of that. Have they made a Love Live where one of the characters is a VTuber yet? I don't think so. Uh, it's got to happen eventually, right? Yeah. Um. No, but have you read... Um. Uh, there's there's one about live streaming that's, that's actually yeah. quite funny. Yeah, it's something like, I was embarrassed, so I started live streaming or something like that. Yeah, I fell in love, so I tried live streaming. Yeah, that. Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Hey, Doc, you yeah. still with us? Yeah. He's got nothing to say? There's nothing to say. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Scotland has no opinion on school idol shows. No, I've never watched a single one and never intend to. Uh, I join you on that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, other people, other people get into real fights over which school live, or which the, the only, live is better. The only idol show I've ever watched had zombies in it. Yep. I mean, uh, I'm with you there, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> the only idol show I ever watched had mech suits and, and weird demons and lesbian lasers. Oh, that sounds fun. Name the show. <laughs> it's Ray's favorite show. Mm-hmm. That's why I was asking, does Simfigure count? Well, yeah, I mean, it technically is an idol show. I, I watched three episodes of that with my daughter and she asked, please God, can we not, not watch any more of this? <laughs> what Simfigure? is wrong with your daughter? <laughs> no, I think his daughter's got the right... Uh, my path no. there. No, I don't think so. The only sane one. No. It's like, Dad, why are you making me watch this? Because Right Zeno said it was good. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> thing. Like you like the answer is within the statement. You've made a terrible <laughs> choice. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I cooked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Mistakes were made. Of course that's what you'd Mistakes say if you made. did cook it. Well, I don't think Sunfagir ever killed anyone, so <laughs> not yet. 
Well, there, you know, there, there's some deaths in it, but it didn't kill anyone outside of its own show. Unlike your cooking. Yeah, unlike my cooking Aaron. hasn't killed anyone yet, mostly because I haven't actually given it to anybody else. <laughs> what about that time you made you turned a cup of noodles into a uh, that didn't gas kill bomb. anyone either? It just violated the Geneva Convention. <laughs> <laughs> Cleared an entire building with one cup of noodles. Hmm. Oh, it was dear. a two bedroom house. I mean, cleared an entire building. There were like four people in it. It's still impressive. It is. Certainly for a cup noodle. Uh-huh. Okay, so next we're getting the Shaft. As Shaft gives us Magia Record, Puella Magimodoka Magica, Side Story, Final Season. The final season of that Madoka Magica spinoff mobile game thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, it's a four-episode OVA, and they're all being broadcast at once on April 3rd. So okay. these should have been the final four episodes of season two, but Shaft being Shaft just didn't get them done in time, and they were delayed like two entire seasons or something. Huh. That or, makes sense. Or maybe more. Um, for what it's worth, uh, I've been going through some of the old... Uh, I've been catching up on anime music, and the... Uh, this show specifically back in 2020, yeah, I think 2020, um, had one of the best tagalong singles. Like it, it wasn't the actual opening theme, but it was included on the single album for the opening theme, um, and it was one of the best songs of the year. And like nobody's heard it because it wasn't actually in an anime. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh well. Anyway, the the anime is not very good. It's nowhere near as good as Madoka Magica. I'm going to watch it out of a misplaced sense of I don't know needing to finish something I've started. But I don't expect these final four episodes will be at all good. Why don't play- Why don't you just not watch it and hand that sense of needing to finish something you started over to Luigi? He needs it. Well, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I was played- say, dog, you're the only person I know who's watched it. I, Does I, it have played- redeeming yeah. qualities at all? Um, it, it, it did have until the end of the second season, and the production totally shit the bed. Uh, this they they forgot to dub certain bits of it, and the, the, it was just you know there, there'd be like lip flaps, and nobody was talking, and the the animation just it, it, it was terrible, um, just really really bad. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I was playing the Gacha game until it was cancelled in the. Uh, <laughs> And I gave up on the story partway through because it just bored me to tears. And I was kind of thinking, I'd quite like to see what happens at the end of the story. Um, and then I'll just put it to bed and never think about it ever again. I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, you're yep. in too deep to stop, but you're not necessarily recommending it. I'm not recommending it at all. Do not start watching this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Coming up. What the? What is Okay. What kids is this? Show. We can skip it. Yeah, we're skipping this one. It's a kid's show. Uh, let's see. RPG Fudo-san. RPG oh, by, Real Estate. Yep. By uh, Dogo Kaoba, which means it's slice of life and it's probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The story yep. begins 15 years after the Demon King was defeated. A lot of Demon Kings. And the world has become peaceful. Katone, who graduated from school and became a magician, inquired the kingdom-affiliated RPG Real Estate in order to find a new home. In reality, RPG Real Estate was Katone's place of employment. And together with Fa, a demi-human, the priest Rufuria, and the soldier Rakira, they help support the searches of new homes for the customers with various circumstances. Kind of sounds like that dragon needs a house show. Yeah. Except good. Yeah. Yeah, except good. 
it, it's Dogakobo, cute girls doing cute things from the looks of it. So, you know. Yes, yeah. and the the funny part of this is that um it it's it's kind of interesting that we're getting a show about like normally the isekai stuff tends to take new spins when shit goes bad in the real world and we, you know, it, it like there's very specific wish fulfillment going on in various isekais. And so this is the isekai for the people that that can't get a house at a decent price. The California isekai. Mm. Right. Oh god. But I yeah. mean, honestly the concept of that dragon show when it wasn't the dragon character sucked. That's what drug the show down, but the idea was actually pretty funny. Right. Hmm. So this like with Dogo Kobo doing it, like those guys are great. I've never seen a show by them I didn't at least like a little bit. So yep. I feel like this is an idea. This is a concept they can pull off pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't. And it doesn't appear to have you know inappropriate underage jury bait. Yeah, it kind of gives me Endro vibes. Speaking of which, I should finish that show. Speaking of things we should finish, here's a show I'm supposed to be writing an article about. Ah. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to finish it, Arcane. Okay, so science fell in love. So I tried to prove it. R equals one sine zero. That's theta. That's theta. Theta? Okay. I I, (laughs) assumed it was a math thing. It's season two. Don't worry about the It's season two of Science Fell in Love, so I tried to prove it, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I fully agree. It was funny. Yeah, some people were like, Doc, they're like, it's fine. I thought it was really, really funny. Mm -hmm. Didn't work for you, Doc? No. I I mean, in some ways, it was quite similar to... um, what you call it, uh, love is war, but it's just not as witty, not as clever, not as funny. It was okay. I just, I just love the main characters. They're just, they're so, they're incredibly smart, and yet the dumbest people in anime history. Yep. Yeah. Which, yep. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've known plenty of real people like that. So yeah, it, it hits home, and it is funny as shit. One of my favorite parts of that show, and almost any romantic anime ever is when the other guy was hitting on the female lead, and she stopped, pulled out a laptop, and gave him a PowerPoint presentation on why she wasn't interested. (laughs) That's just good writing. Mm -hmm. I I love the conference presentation. uh, I think it was the dating sim or whatever that the the (laughs) other guy did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've I've done... I've presented papers at conferences a couple of times back in my grad school days. And yeah, some of that, you know, you feel that somebody asks the question that you have that, Oh shit moment. I mean, just, just the concept itself, the concept itself is often used as joke material or like a one note gag character in other rom-coms of like trying to apply actual scientific principles to the emotions behind love and like making an entire show out of it and completely taking the piss out of it is absolutely Mm -hmm. hilarious. That dude's like whole algorithm on all the different paths for his dating sim. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which like that's, that's a good that's joke. A real thing. Like, I was gonna say that's it's a good a, joke, but it also works. It's it, that's exactly. a real thing people do. Like you, you don't understand if you've never seen a, a dating sim flowchart site, you have no idea what you're missing. It is ridiculously nerdy. Oh my god! Like the spreadsheets. The, uh, oh my god! The spreadsheets can be traumatic. Have you ever seen the school days flowchart? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> That'll break your fucking mind. I mean, the the flow chart. You don't need the flow chart to break your mind. Just look at the family tree. Yeah, but the, genealogy. Um, the 
like if you ever watched uh what was it called um the one where he can already see the ending um the world god only knows oh yeah that I love that, that dude show. was that dude was writing flowcharts for like five games at a time at the same time yeah and uh, he we took it all super seriously and it was really funny yeah it was hilarious i love this is how much i love that show I love that show so much that when I was done with the last season, I went and read the manga to see the ending of the show. I'm oh, so yeah. sorry. I'm oh, so I, sorry. Why are you talking about was, that? The I thought terrible. I thought the ending was the last chapter at least was brilliant. I yeah. fucking hated the ending. It was rushed as shit. No, it was the quality was dog shit. No, no, no he's right. I thought it was really good. I don't know what the hell is wrong with you two. I love the ending, and of course, well, the, the girl I was rooting for won. So. That would do it. I didn't like her much myself. Oh, I love that character. I thought it was the most logical. Like, I mean, it the made the most logical. sense, yeah. Yeah, it made the most sense, and it was probably one of the most interesting ones because she complimented the main character in an interesting way. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, science fell in love, tried to prove it. Season two, watch it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, good. Some more Japanese. Um, Shachuki... Shachiku-san wa yojo yure ni iyasaretai. Yeah, there you go. The the president wants to be teased by a little girl ghost? Well, let's say a little ghost girl gets worried when Miss Fushihara, a corporate slave, is working till midnight and tries to make her go home. While saying leave now, the little ghost girl helps and brings her refreshments, healing Miss Fushihara's heart with her preciousness. Be healed by the heartwarming daily life the cute little ghost and a corporate slave, Miss Fushihara. Huh. Right. Shachiku is office worker. Doesn't this sound kind of like the fake manga from Dress Up Darling? Mm. Sort no, of. I was going to say, it sounds a lot more like um, uh, Senko's Senko. song. Yep. Yeah, Senko oh, song. yeah, the helpful fox girl. Yeah. Which yeah. is way better than this. Sorry. Have you seen the manga for this? Um, I've heard about it. It's. I haven't heard that it's awful, but like. Senko-san is really fucking good. So again, it's it's got major competition. Hmm. Now it looks yeah. cute. I guess. I always find that that weird triangle they make the ghost wear on their head to be funny. It looks like a reverse fundoshi. It's <laughs> just a mythological thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just it always amuses me. Hmm. Alright, Shadowverse is getting a second season called Shadowverse Flame by Zex. Which we have no information. Still, it's still focusing on the kids playing the card game. God fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah, they, re- they really need to get those games on motorcycles. Oh, uh, yes, that's, definitely. That's not even my problem with it. It, it has <laughs> such an interesting uh, set of in-universe lore and, and a robust cast of characters and they just threw it all out the window. Yeah, well, I mean, they're trying to sell card games here. Which like is that's what dumb. the anime's they for, sell, to sell the card game. They would game. sell the card game a lot better if they told the fucking story in it. <laughs> uh, next, uh, our, oh, our friends at Doja Kobo are back with Shikimori's Whoa. Not Just a Cutie. I the fucking ultimate, love this series. It, it does kind of, it, it mildly disturbs me that the main girl looks kind of like the character from Happy Sugar Life. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch that. <laughs> the, the, I love that show, by the way. I fully defend that show. The yeah. ultimate heartthrob girlfriend appears. Naturally unlucky high school student Azumi's girlfriend is his classmate Shikimori. She has a beautiful smile and kind personality and always seems happy when she's with Azumi. 
She is pretty cute and loving girlfriend. But when Izumi's in trouble, she transforms into a super cool heartthrob girlfriend. Uh, the fun lives of the cute and cool Shikimori, Izumi, and their good friends never end. That is a really shitty description. Like, what does that mean exactly? She yeah. turns into like so, what? What? Here, here's the thing. She wears the pants in the relationship. That's what they're trying to say. Oh, uh, so she's a girl most boss. Good relationships are like that. Yes, she is a girl boss, very much so. Um, he is this spindly, unlucky, um, just generally weak and like small animal needs to be protected kind of dude. Huh. And she is definitely doing the protecting. She can fucking handle it. So, how similar is this to Witchcraft Works? God, I love that show. Um, it it is it does have its parallels for sure. But like, um, she's a lot more expressive, and at the same time, like, even though she does wear the pants in the relationship, she is much more girly than the one from Witchcraft Works. So is it more like Hori Mia whenever she would get mad? Yes. Yes. She would get mad and scared the shit out of people. Right. But instead of getting mad, she's just in mama bear mode. Hmm. That could work. Um, it's also got a great supporting cast. Like, all of the characters are fun to be around. It's it's just a super fun manga. I adore it. It is it is up there with uh, Hori Mia and... Um, fuck, what was the other one that... Was that recently got an adaptation? Same type of thing. Uh, I'm blanking on it, but it's 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 up there. It is way up there. Well, I mean, it's, this sounds like the absolute p- perfect uh, topic for a Dojo Kobo show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's great stuff. Shiki Moore is also being voiced by Sayori Onishi, who's you know vignette uh-huh. from Gabriel Dropout. That's she's one of those people who will move the needle for me on a undecided. You like the voice cast kind of thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's one of my big hype shows for the season. It's not my biggest, but it's uh, it's up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, anything done by Doja Koba, I'll at least watch a couple episodes. All right, so now we need Th- to talk then about... Then we go from the, from the Apex to the Nadir. No, no, no. Now we're talking about God-tier stuff. We are in... <laughs> You're full of shit. We're into, the, like, we're into anime royalty here. Ladies and gentlemen... You're bullshit. Studio Arms brings us Shin Ikitausen. Oh, my Iki God. Tausen is back. Whoa. Whoa. Why? If you don't like Iki Tausen, you're probably too young. No, <laughs> no, I'm definitely not too young. Sequel that to Iki Tausen Western World. <laughs> I have never watched this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, you have not lived until you've watched Battle of the Three Kingdoms played back out through girls fighting and tearing each other's clothes up. I don't want to live. <laughs> <laughs> so, honestly, after watching this show, that was how I felt, too. I don't want to live. Nikki Towson is the stupidest shit I have ever watched, and yet it's gotten like this is like its sixth show, and um, I don't know. I, I, think I love it because it's like terrible. 10. This is like the gas station uh, cheeseburger of anime. People like you keep watching it. Stop it. I can't. That's stop. on for gas station cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have been so rude to AMPM cheeseburgers. It's good, but the only thing that ever bugs me about Iggy Towson is that it keeps getting new seasons. I never got more of Tenjo Tenge. Yeah. Which was a much smarter show. It was I, smarter, but it wasn't. I don't much know better. about that. It spent the it spent the latter like two thirds of its runtime in a flashback. A it was a good flashback though. The manga goes places, you could just read that instead. I yeah. would if it was available uncensored. 
But right, Zeno, you have to admit, Berserk is still good, even though it spent a good chunk of its beginning in a flashback. Um, I've never actually watched or read any of Berserk, so... What? A gasp. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tengi, what was a republished, um, uh, uncensored by Viz, so... Oh, really? Can't, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. ele- 11 girthy volumes. <laughs> I'm sure they're thick, <laughs> yeah. massive, throbbing volumes. Very satisfying. <laughs> I love that show. But no, if you have, if you're a man of culture and taste, you of course partake of Shin Iki Towson. Oh, avoid watch all some, costs. Watch uh, Eye Patch Girl punch another chick's bra off. <sighs> this is another show. How is this show still going? I, every time it gets another season, so, I'm like, ow, how the fuck? Okay, so you'll you'll recognize that this was a mistake right from the first sentence, but there was a season of this that I watched in college in a public sp- space. That's a terrible idea. You <laughs> so sure are we brave. Had, we had, Were you arrested? We the, no, I wasn't. Um, we had a place in our college we called the Corner Lounge, and um, there were – it was basically populated by Magic the Gathering and anime nerds. And, first mistake. Um. We we watched a couple of episodes for this and and we're like okay we're we're not making this a drinking game because a it's on campus and b we would all die but <laughs> let's see if we can count the panty shots in an episode and we had to define rules for a what counted and what didn't and b how many times you could count the same one if they kept switching camera angles on it that make you as unwell as if you tried to count the head tilts in a monogatari episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was about as many. Um, we were over fifty in in several of the episodes. Wow. Yeah, I mean there there are episodes that are just basically a panty shot. Oh. Uh, and like, how do you if when the sh- when the skirts got shredded by the combat and they were just in their panties, does that count? Um, once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yes, give me more Ikatos. No, I've had Uh, more than enough Ikatos for my life. For some reason, it just really warms my heart that it keeps going. No, uh, I'm quite the opposite reaction to it. Ah. Okay, so so, Studio Kai and Hornets brings us Skeleton Knight in another world. Your Isekai fix. One day, a gamer played video games until he fell asleep, and when he woke up, he (laughs) felt a gasp. He found himself in the game world as a skeleton, and then he started murdering people for no reason. Yeah, no. Sounds very familiar. I'm sure. yeah. Equipped with the powerful weapons and armor of his avatar, but stuck with its frightening skeletal appearance, Ark has to find a place for himself in this new fantastical land. All his hopes for a quiet life are dashed when he crosses paths with a beautiful elven warrior, setting him on a journey full of conflict and adventure. So, so it's, o- it's Overlord, but hopefully without the war crimes. Yes, um, I actually really dig this series. Um, the the fact that he is a skeleton is actually a central plot point and matters. Like, it is a thing that people react to, and it is a thing that he is trying to fix, and it is not an easy thing to fix. Like, it, if I remember right, it was actually one of those, um, like, joke MTX items that he bought when it was a game. Huh. Like it was it was an option for your avatar that you had to pay real money for to to basically have the the skeleton skin on your character and like he can't remove it. It's a curse. Oops. Yeah, it's 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 quite entertaining. I don't know. I, I mean, guess... I'll give it a shot. 
I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's going to devolve into the the same like light novel tropes where he becomes an adventurer and just does stuff. Not really. He's he's never going to like join the adventurer guild or anything. He's just kind of out there. He he's out there actually solving things because they need to be solved, not because it gets him rank or fame. Mm. So he is he is any- actually out there helping people for the sake of it. Um also it's got an a female elf warrior and a female cat girl ninja. Oh, oh okay. Well now <laughs> So if if that tilts anybody's needle, there you have it. There is also there is also a male there is a male cat boy ninja as well. No, that's now we're in real rare territory. That's also yeah. a separate group of the Mm-hmm. That's another part of the audience that's been interested. <laughs> Very inclusive. Very. Ah, that, what the hell? I'll give it a shot. I watch terrible <laughs> Easter guys. Male would be good. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll find out if it's a good idea or a boner. Oh, that that was bad. I was wondering bad. how long it was going to take. <laughs> okay, and here we go. This is the uh, Nomadic Deck Memorial Anime of the Year. By Cloverworks and uh, Wit, we get Spy X Family. Everyone has a part of themselves they cannot show to anyone else. At a time when all nations of the world were involved in a fierce war of information happening behind closed doors, Austania and West Talis have been in a state of cold war against each other for decades. The West Talis Information Service's Eastern Focus Division, WISE, sends their most talented spy, Twilight, on a top-secret mission to investigate the movement's of Donovan Desmond, the chairman of Ostania's National Unity Party, who is threatening peace efforts between the two nations. This mission is known as Operation Strix and consists of putting together a family in one week in order to infiltrate social gatherings organized by the elite school that Desmond's sons attend. Twilight takes on the identity of psychiatrist Lloyd Forger. His identity is named Forger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it starts looking at for family members. But Anya, the daughter he adopts, turns out to have the ability to read people's minds, while his wife, Yor, is an assassin. Well, with it being in each of their own interests to keep these facts hidden, they start living together while concealing their true identities from one another. World peace is now in the hands of this brand new family as they embark on an adventure full of surprises. <laughs> this is my big hype show for this season, because I love this manga. It's so funny. I don't know if have any of you guys read it at all. No, it's no, but I, I am all in on this thing. I've yeah, read I mean, a few chapters. Did grab me super well, but I've heard only good things about it. So I'll, yeah, I, I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, the trailer looks perfect. The, the, I mean, the, the one character they have to get right is the little kid, um, and and it looks like they've done really, really well with her. She's got these crazy facial expressions because she knows exactly what's going on in the heads of both of yeah, her parents. Um, look at the reflection <laughs> on the ground in the actual yeah it's uh, pretty great there yeah <laughs> she's over there going oh god <laughs> so i mean this is, this is really funny i mean it, it's quite light-hearted but it's got some fairly kind of dark humor in it because you know mom is an assassin she kills people right um, I, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's there's there's some assassination classroom vibes to it yeah yeah definitely um everything i've heard Mr. about this show smith to a certain degree yeah mm. or the yeah. americans but anime yeah yeah. Everything I've heard about this manga has been outstandingly positive. Uh, Deck, as I said, he actually wrote an article on it for NHA mm-hmm. a while back. It sounded great, and everything I've seen in like panels of the manga looked great. So that trailer looked great. So I don't know. I th- this is going to be – I anticipate this being one of the powerhouses of the season. 
Yeah, I think they're doing like 24 episodes or something, but it's like a split course. So it'll be 12 episodes this season, then a break, and then another 12 episodes later in the year. I mean, it's a well-regarded manga done by Cloverworks, so this mm-hmm. should mm-hmm. be all run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go, something I'm less familiar with. Summertime Render by OLM. A tragic incident calls a young man named Shinpei back to his hometown on the remote island of Higotoshima, Japan. That something sinister awaits upon his return, and a chilling sequence of events unfolds that have dire consequences for Shinpei, for Japan, and for the entire world. So, is Action, it drama, horror? mystery. Yeah, well, this is another one that I'm really excited for. So, th- th- oh, this, is, this is based on a manga which is really, really popular at the moment. And this has been licensed by Disney+. Plus. Ooh, really? That's interesting. So, yeah. So, so there must be something special about this because I don't think Disney would license just anything. Is this a um, zombie thing? No, there's, I think there's some kind of time loop. Wait, aspect no, I have read this. I've read this hmm. a long time ago. It it wasn't on any of uh, the usual sites I go to because it got licensed, and like the official site changed how the how you access it, and it was a pain in the ass, so I just stopped. But, like, I'm not big into horror or suspense or any of that stuff, but this was really, really interesting. Yeah. So this, I don't know almost anything about it other than it just looks really, really interesting. The people who know about it are excited for this anime. Yeah, um, I don't blame them. Um, What little I know about it is, like, super spoiler stuff, even from what little I read of it. So, like, I don't want to reveal anything, but it is really, really interesting. If you have even the slightest bit of interest in suspense, horror, thriller, you should check this one out. Um, be, so I can't help but notice that everyone in the key image is holding a weapon. Yeah. It's interesting well, to see how... The guy is holding a power drill from what it looks yeah. like. That's a nail gun. You okay. wonder how Disney's going to manage this. Is it, Are they going to stream this weekly? Or are they just going to wait till the whole thing's done? I, I think it's kind of... Un- Netflix. Yeah, it's kind of... It's unprecedented so far, so who knows? I mean, Disney have licensed some other things too, but I think they're maybe coming later in the year. Um, I think this will be the first thing yeah. that they yeah, have. But also, the way you describe like the time loop stuff, uh, how similar is this to like Higurashi? Who knows? I know nothing else about it. Uh, right, I like uh, how you just casually spoiler a whole bunch of shit. Eh. Well, Higurashi's been out to. for years. No, about this show that nobody knows anything about. I have no idea. I haven't. I haven't even touched this series. This is the first time I've heard of it. So, are you confirming it has? No, I don't think it quite matches that one. But it's. I don't know why you would specify time loops as the thing. Because like I mentioned it. Because oh. <laughs> that's all I knew about it. <laughs> I don't recall anything like that. What I remember of it is something completely different. But okay, uh, okay. Maybe I read so it I might be completely off base. Alright. Okay, there's a description of the synopsis on Wikipedia, but I think I'm going to skip it and just let it to people's mm-hmm. imagination. Yeah. yeah but let, let, let us say it is interesting. I checked, there's still no news on how Disney's going to release it. Uh, in Japan, Disney will be releasing it day of, day after broadcast but they still don't know how we're going to get it over here huh please disney yeah. i know you listen to our to our podcast for the love yeah, of god sure. release it weekly yeah, i think disney's the one you know one of the other players left who could you know potentially rival a crunchy roll or something if they wanted to go that way yeah if they were willing to put in the effort but i mean 
They didn't it, even try to hold to on see to see with the, their typical family friendly general thrust, but yeah. I mean they didn't they didn't even try to hold on to Ghibli. They let G Kids take it. And now it's on HBO Max, so that doesn't seem to, to show a great deal of interest in anime long term, but they need content for Disney Plus, so I mean in the UK Disney Plus now has everything that's pretty much on Hulu in the US, so there's lots of like adult oriented stuff on Disney Plus in the UK and elsewhere in the world. It's only in the US that it's kiddies only. Huh. Yeah, it's all kiddies oh. only, but uh, they definitely have more family friendly focus for sure though. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, when they they just added the uh old Netflix Marvel shows like Daredevil and Defenders and oh, people yeah. were mad because it was, you know, rated M. You yeah, you can you can't access that on a kids Disney Plus account though. It's just, oh, ridiculous. Well, yeah, that's I mean. <laughs> no, that, I mean that, that's a perfectly reasonable thing. Put a yeah, kids I, account that locks the stuff out. With that. Yeah. All right. This one's anyway. interesting. It's uh, by Tezuka Productions. It's The Dawn of the Witch, which turns out to be a sequel to Grim, uh, Grimoire of Zero, which is a show I was actually pretty fond of, but it got anime striked back in the days of that. Oof. Uh, I can't remember. Who am I? What am I? Seville is a student at a magic academy who has no memories of anything but from before he joined the school. Not understanding why he's there, the time he spends at the academy feels hollow and empty. It says he doesn't know how to work hard. His grades are always the lowest in his year. Then one day, the school headmaster, uh, Albus, come on, guys, orders Seville to participate in a dangerous special training. I want you to spread the use of magic in an area where they hold witch hunts. It's only been a few years since the war between the church and the witches came to an end. The world has not yet fully accepted witches and their magic. This is the dawn of the age of the witch. This is the story of how a young man, a boy who is no one special, and his companions who all hold wounds in their hearts, set out and end up finding themselves. The, the yeah. amnesia trope is really, really overdone. Oh my god. Yeah, but I mean, it's Grimoire of Zero. I even see all, our old friend Tigerhead there. So, yeah, I like that show. I really like that show. So, it's interesting. It's obviously set after that conflict has been more or less resolved, but not quite. So, it could, I don't know. Magic yeah, High School, think. Amnesia, why not? Yeah, I Is just there remember, anyone here who hasn't uh, had amnesia? Not that I can I can't remember. Rem- I can't remember, yeah. Yeah. Well, I vaguely remember that I think Kim Morsey of ANN compared, like, the first few volumes to, like, the first, like, arc in Naruto. So it could be interesting. So I'm kind of vaguely interested in it. And I, I don't know. Uh, Rec, would you remember? recommend just watching grimoire zero to catch up on this show i think going by what i've read of this um i think you don't need to but i think it would help a lot at the very least understanding the context of the setting like why Mm -hmm. there's conflict between normal people and witches and what all like all the baggage is going to come along with that i think it would be better to watch it plus grimoire zero is just really good and because it got anime striked no one watched it no yeah I wonder if it's still on Amazon. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, only on Amazon. I'm just kind of thinking. Oh, I, would I don't it be... know if it's only on Amazon anymore. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't want to go to to um, Amazon's web player and watch it. I'd rather just like watch it on Crunchy or Funimation because their web players are better. Well, at, at least well, not Funimation last. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is it available anywhere else? Not seeing it anywhere else. Okay. Darn. Anyway, oh, here we go. 
JC Staff brings us The Demon Girl Next Door Season 2. Shamiko, aka Shadow Mistress, Mistress Yuko, aims to break the curse placed on her family by the Clan of Light. Along the way, she forms an unlikely allegiance with Momo, a rival from the Light Clan. They'll need to work together to find another magical girl who's gone mysteriously missing. And what's this? There's a dangerous force lurking somewhere in the city. Plus, Shamiko's mysterious father might be closer than she thinks. So, the Demon Net Girl Next Door is one of those shows with like a just ridiculously intense fan base. I've heard it's pretty funny as well. That's what I've heard. Like everyone who's, it didn't. I think this was on High Dive when it came out. Uh-huh. And it, it it didn't get like wide viewing, but the people who did really really liked it. Yeah, like I do yeah. remember that it had kind of similar, well, some similar vibes to it as um, the Great Jay will not be defeated. In that, like the main lead, the well, the main demon lead is kind of a klutz. And they get dunked on frequently. Yeah, and she's then, kind of a huge idiot. Or like yeah. dropkick uh, Jashin. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, dropkick on my devil, baby. Give me yeah. more of and that. And then, yeah. the, like, their magical girl counterpart is kind of like a kind of a deadpan jerk, but it's done in a funny way. I probably should go and watch, like, the first season because it did seem, like, up my alley in comedy terms. I, I did watch the first season and maybe an unpopular opinion. I... I kind of felt it, for me at least it ran out of steam towards the end it, it was mm. you know I, I am honestly i'm not gonna watch this second season i i just it doesn't move anything for me at this point like i loved it at first but it was just kind of like and uh, okay. it's just the same joke over and over again it started feeling kind of like even when they were varying things up i, I don't know it just kind of yeah i had a problem with with, with uh josh and john too actually where it, it started it felt like went just too much too much of a good thing yeah if you say so i love that show mm. hey the difference is opinion so. yep i can see though where like Everybody's she's, the she's dumb and she keeps failing and i guess like that could get old after a while if they don't change it up a little bit yeah i think i think in in uh demon girl next door i, I want to say there's a curse involved so it's not you know it's not so much she's dumb and whatever as you know even when she finds things out that there's stuff working against her basically all right so i do know some people will be excited for that one uh looks like umr guy isn't into it take that for what you will not much, all right jc staff yeah. is apparently still busy because they're also doing the executioner and her way of life based on a light novel when interdimensional travelers from an otherworldly land known as japan appear they offer bring death and destruction. It's up to executioners like Menno to track and exterminate the lost ones before they wreak havoc. When Menno in- encounters a beguiling lost one named Akari, it's bloody business as usual until Menno discovers Akari can cheat death. Even so, Menno has a job to do, and she is committed to her executioner's mission come hell or high water, provided her newly stirring feelings don't get in the way. Okay. Yuri flipped anime perspective, I guess. Yeah. yeah honestly the series seems pretty interesting like it's basically from what i can tell it follows the assassin girl essentially trying to kill people who get isekai into her world before they cause trouble and then uh the secondary female lead who seems to be the romantic interest is basically an isekai person who can't die so it seems like a pretty good setup. idea yeah yeah 
the idea of being like, we need to hunt down and kill these assholes who keep jumping to our world. That's a good idea. Yeah. I dig that. I... <laughs> yeah. Like, it kind of, it kind of sounds like drifters, but from the flip perspective where you're not following the isekai people, you're following the normal people who are getting kind of dicked around by them. Uh-huh. But it's also done by JC staff as well, so it could be a hit or miss, because either JC staff knocks it out of the park, or they kind of fall on their face. Yeah. One does worry about them doing this and Demon Girl at the same time. Well, Demon Girl is more of a comedy, so I don't think it will be taking as much uh, animation budget. Yeah. So, who knows? Well... That's not necessarily the case, because I know there are some comedy shows that go completely balls to the wall with animation. Right. Well, I mean, if you're going to do another Isekai, at least this one is trying to do something a little different. Yeah. Uh Well, the thing uh, thing is, the premise is only, like, a small part of what makes a series good. So we won't really get a good idea of how it is until it's on screen, (laughs) unfortunately. Well, yeah, the premise is only, like, part of it. You have to execute yeah, and yeah. I don't think any of us here have read the novel or the manga nope. adaptation of the novel, so... No. Yeah, I'll definitely check out the first episode. Seems interesting. How about you guys? Eh, I've got other things to watch here this season. I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll wait and see what people think. Yeah. We'll see. Alright, so Silverlink gives us the greatest demon lord is reborn as a total nobody. There's that really long light novel title. Mm. As the most powerful, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as the most powerful entity of all time, the demon lord Varvatos thinks life is a big fat snore. When he takes matters into his own hands and decides to reincarnate, he recalibrates his magical strength to be perfectly average. There's no way he could have predicted that everyone in the modern world would be as weak as hell, which means he is still totally overpowered. Reborn under the name Ard, he has ladies fighting over him the royal family begging him to become the next king, and an ex-minion insisting on killing him. Bard has a one-track mind, and he won't stop at anything to achieve his ultimate goal. Action etchy fantasy. There we go. So how generic on a scale do you think this? It's terrible. Yeah. This is like a Mad Libs anime. (laughs) (laughs) And and the thing is, again, um, this premise has much better versions. Yeah. Like, I was thinking of Misfit and Demon High from this, and the lead, like the main character looks like complete so much more boring than Honest Folly Gold and he sounds like he has significantly less personality as well. Yes. I was gonna say I don't I would be very surprised if this has half the like character of Misfit at Demon High School because that show, while generic, was funny. Yes. It, like I doubt this guy's gonna pick up a castle and spin it on his finger. Yeah, like Honest uh Misfit at Demon High was just it cranked up all the ridiculous elements to 11, and it was a blast. Even though there were parts of it where it kind of dragged. But this, like, the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical Nobi. Sounds like it's just all drag. Like, it's not really going to do anything interesting. Maybe I mean, it'll have some let's, interesting let's characters. Let's be real here. If it was all drag, it would be more interesting, but that's a completely different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, right? I also love you. You're welcome. <laughs> The greatest demon lord is reborn as the best drag queen. <laughs> I, I, be, I might watch that. I'd be way more interested. <laughs> that would be, be way more interesting. 
get to work light novel dr- uh, oh authors. wow okay so <laughs> our next show unless someone has a does anybody have more they want to say about that show no. after that <laughs> okay no so next kinema citrus and doctor movie or dr movie i've never been sure is going to bring us a show that is either going to make people very excited or be very upset it's the rising of the shield hero season two the risinger uh, i don't know i Shieldinger. from all like basically all the spoilers i've read of the series like after what was covered in the first season kind of sounds like shit to be honest I quite I liked some, all, yeah I quite, I quite liked some of the first season and then it got really stupid towards the end so. yeah yes yeah, yeah like it's very much new I feel like the series has already peaked, and that's, now it's just going all downhill now. I seem oh, to recall Rate Zeno describing the ending of the manga, or Light Novels to me, and it just sounding like the dumbest shit I'd ever heard. It is. Didn't the fans get really, really upset about the ending, and then the guy who wrote it the ending. Yeah, he, he redid the ending, and he specifically took the piss out of it, intending to, to piss off the fans, and they all loved it, and he's, he got really mad at that. <laughs> he basically oh. refused to write anything after that. From what I recall, anyway. Yeah, he was so mad. He's like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, he, he was totally done with his fan base. He despised them, <laughs> and I don't blame him, honestly. I will probably watch this, but I'm not really holding out much hope that it's going to be that great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the story it. I was done. Like I don't know. To me, it felt like the story was done. They've renewed it for another two seasons, so there's going to be a season three after this as well. Why? Oh, Why? <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's a spoiler, but from what I read, we, we definitely reached peak antagonists already in terms of the story, which, yeah. if so, is very sad. Yeah, and I don't know. I just kind of feel like the general, under, well, the the undertones of the series have just been really bad, and none of it has really been addressed in a satisfactory way. Yeah. So you mean the rampant yeah. misogyny? Well, that and sl- the slavery apologi- yeah. apologism. Yeah, just a lot of icky topics to really unpack, and I don't think the author or the series is really interested in unpacking those in interesting or uh, good ways. Yeah, my biggest fear is that they're going to adapt the spinoff about the uh, spear hero. I don't know you why mean- that was a thing either. Like Me they, either. They, he was the worst character. Took, exactly. They took literally the worst character and went, we're going to make a spinoff entirely about him. Like, what? Why? I think it was to, like, redeem his character or something, because that certainly felt like Some what it was trying to do. Redeemable. Okay, but why? Some things are not redeemable. Right. Either that or he's taking the piss out of the fans again. Possibly. Oh, yeah, yeah I can but, see that. He's like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Why don't I give you this spinoff and you guys can give me more money? <sighs> But anyway. in any case, it's probably the show's probably going to look beautiful, and it's probably going to have a really nice soundtrack from Kevin Pinkin again. Oh yeah, no, it'll almost certainly look fantastic and have great action sequences. Then every time it slows down, you go, you know, the show's kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, you know yeah. it's got slavery that the show tries exactly, to stop. The show had exactly one good idea that I actually really liked, and I didn't watch enough of the actual season to see whether they adapted far enough to get to it. So, like, beyond that, it, it really had nothing redeeming about it in general. Oh, me. you want to get into specifics of that? Because I think everybody here isn't, aren't going to watch it. Anyway. No, I'll watch it. Oh, okay. It, it, 
but I'm a bad there's, person. There's a part where they have sort of a conference between the the four summoned heroes, mm-hmm. and like the other three end up walking out of it. Huh. And if that doesn't ring a bell, then they haven't gotten that far, and I don't want to discuss it yet. Okay. I do remember them meeting at some point. Yeah, they, they had yeah. a conference, and they all had different ideas of like how the best way to have leveled up or have done things is, or that's something based one. on experiences. Okay, that's the one. Okay, so yeah, what happened? Is, what happened is each of them had been had a you know one game that they were the most into when they were back on their worlds because yeah apparently each of them is actually from a different world because like the big game that everybody has played none of the others have heard of on all of them huh. right right and they all right, had a different I remember that, yeah. on the and, right and they, they all had completely different it, they all worked on different game mechanic systems and they all dismissed each other out of hand except now fumi and he was they, they all assumed that the others were just lying and making fun of them and you know taking the piss because they were describing these systems that a they'd never heard of being in a video game before, and b sounded fucking stupid, and so they all got mad and left. And then now Fumi tried like all of the others, and they all worked. So of course he gets even more ridiculously more powerful than the rest. Hmm. I don't remember if they got to the, the part where now Fumi tries the others or not, but yeah. I mean, it's it's but yeah, the he, he's like the only anyway. one who sort of like worked within the game mechanics of the of the world he's in because he like was not actually a gamer he's the one who's like not a gamer so like he had he had played a game before but like it wasn't you know his central identity and what he did in all his free time he was actually not a a gamer he was right he he was he he got summoned from the library it's just as a problematic show because it's yeah, there's, it, it's so. There's it some, looks so good, and there's so there's some good ideas in it, and it's got good music, and there's great fight scenes. But then, like, there's slavery and, and misogyny, and like his main love interest was like five when he got her. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, there's, there's so much problematic shit, and it has no interest in examining any of it in any sort of critical thinking lens. Yeah, well, that's yeah. coming. We've we've given it way too much time already. Let's move on. Probably, yeah. but it's probably going to end up like the number three or four show of the year popularity. Yeah, like. that that was the uh, one I, I was I, talking about. That is unfortunately going to give uh, uh, Kaguya a run for its money in popularity. Yeah, yeah the, the I, like on any chart, parts there. Yeah, yep, like on the, any yeah. chart, it's already like the most anticipated show of this season that's, according that's to the very general sad. internet. That's really depressing. That's very sad. <laughs> okay. So anyway, next from Okorotu Noboro, which is not a studio I'm familiar with, is Tomodachi Game, or Friend Game for your English speakers. High school student Katagiri Yuichi, who values friendship above all else, enjoys a fulfilling life with his close friends Sawagiri Shiho, Mikasa Tenji, Shibe Makoto, and Kokorogi Yutori. However, after a particular incident, they're dragged into a debt repayment game. Not, But this is not Squid Game. The only way to beat the Tomodachi game is to not doubt their friends. Bound together by solid friendships, the game should have been easy. But the hugely popular comic that sold over 2 million copies is finally becoming an anime. Will they trust or betray their precious friends? The true nature of humanity is exposed in the ultimate psychological game. But this is not Squid Game. <laughs> except, it um, is, except it is. Let me Let me bring this way down for you. This is the studio that did the hidden dungeon only I can enter. Oh, oh God. And oh, God. 
and the uh, second season of How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Uh, oh, that was okay. Yeah. That was fine. And the Neptunia animation. <laughs> I barely, you can barely call that, that an animation. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, it, was, it was bad. I mean, it just sounds like a death game. It is. And it's yeah. not even yeah. one of the good death game ones. I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the oh god, oh okay, it's only a one episode OVA of Neptune that's coming again. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I don't know. It's so a yeah, Death game obviously heavily has. By, uh, has anybody game. read this source? No, nope. well, I read this manga. I've okay. never even heard of it. Me neither. Same. But yeah, I don't know. Just from the description of it, it kind of sounds a little pretentious, to be honest. Bit. Like, the yeah. true nature get... of humanity. Yeah, some some rando author has has a, a grasp on the true nature of humanity and is going to do it in a single death game manga. Humanity sure. actually sucks. It has a I'm new like, insight on it anyway. Yeah, that's, yeah. Some, that's some new ground you're breaking there, Copernicus. <laughs> All right. Next week, I just once I want, I want to show. Steven. Just once I want to show it to be like the true humanity will be revealed, and humanity is actually great. I want that to be one. One time. Um, wasn't that Humanity Has Fallen? Humanity Has no. Declined? Yeah, that one. <laughs> that was no, great. That one was just nuts, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but that's the true nature of humanity. It's insane. <laughs> I did love that show. Uh, that show's great. Watch that instead of Tomodachi Game. Yes. Yeah. And next, Studio and Engi, E-N-G-I, is doing Great Zeno's favorite show of the season, Trapped yeah. in a Dating Sim, the world of Otomi games is tough for mobs. Office mm. worker Leon, Japanese name Leon, is reincarnated into a particularly punishing dating sim video game where women reign supreme and only beautiful men have a seat at the table. But Leon is a secret weapon. He remembers everything from his past life, which includes a complete playthrough of the very game which he is now trapped. Watch Leon spark a revolution to change this new world in order to fulfill his ultimate desire of living a quiet, easy life in the countryside. So, first of all, slow life, not a thing in this one. Never happens. I don't know why they included that throwaway line, but it, that is not what this is about at all in any way. Are there well, mechs in this? Goal. Yes. Yes, there are absolutely mechs in this. I was going to say, they look like mechs. There, there <laughs> are mechs in this. They, they feature prominently. It is This is fucking hilarious. This is easily my hype show of the season. I really hope they do the the, uh, the novel and the manga justice, because it is some of the best stuff I've read in a long time. Um, the main hero is an absolute jerk ass. <laughs> and he is totally justified in it. Because everyone he meets is a terrible person, pretty much. Like, there are all of maybe two or three people that he meets that aren't terrible people. And surprise, surprise, he isn't terrible to those people. Um, but, like, the world itself is a shittily written Otome game. And, like, he's standing there going, why, it, like, okay, this this made sense that it was bad because it was an Otome game and they didn't care. But when this became a reality, how did this ever come about? And then it turns out there's actually good explanations for all of that. And, and like, mechs. it's important plot points. And, yes, mechs feature heavily. Um, it... It's actually just really, really interesting on on multiple levels. It's got a whole. There's a lot to unpack in this one. I, I cannot right. recommend this enough. I mean, I was hyped before, but shit, right? That now I'm really hype. 
is, is there my are, life is a villainist, but from the male perspective, and with mechs, sort of. Um, if if you are a fan of an antihero giving a lecture to a a fucking dumbass about why everything he thinks he's good at is bad, you will love this fucking show. There are some legendary rants in here. Hmm. Hmm. Whoa. Like, oh. honestly, that should have happened in Ari Ferretta, but they skipped him. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Because, like, imagine an, a, a, a dating sim where every dude is cokey. <laughs> every dude that's, is that's a good-looking moron. Is. Yes, that is exactly what's happening here, and he is absolutely taking the piss out of all of it. He takes no shit from nobody. Hmm. Is he also like right. the most powerful guy in the in the series as well, um, or does he have not to use exactly. his head? He has to use his head because the the powerful thing he has was an MTX <laughs> in the original game that he bought because the game's balance was bullshit, and he needed to beat it because he was being blackmailed. Huh. By his sister. Huh. Um. So yeah, he has a some extremely unbalanced equipment, but like he himself is painfully average. Huh. But he's a he mob. actually has, but he actually has a working head on his shoulders, and he's got some critical thinking skills to some degree, and that combined with the absurdly powerful thing he's got allows him to stand out and make changes in a world that fucking despises him. Hmm. Alright. Sounds good. Seems interesting. Maybe I'll check yeah. out the manga to get yeah. a better sense of what it's like. Definitely do. It is It is good stuff. And the last thing is another season of Yu-Gi-Oh! that nobody cares about. It's not on motorcycles. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's not it's motorcycles or in space. It's apparently... Uh, I, the the word that they're using in this title they're calling it go rush which i've heard of rush duels and they sound stupid it's a sort of a an a simplified format of it so like a lot of the normal rules are out the window it's a completely mm-hmm. new game and nobody cares yeah right. are there, is there anything in the shorts that looks interesting uh, uh, take a look. not really. i watched the i watched nope. the first 3 seasons of yadogamechan and like the third season, I had no fucking clue what was going on at any given point. So okay, um, Onipan has an interesting description. Like I, I might give it an episode or two just on this because wow, that's that that sure is something to end on. <laughs> okay, yeah, love friendship and superpowered underpants. Yeah, superpowered like, underpants. all right, all right, you got my attention. <laughs> yeah, and it's original too. That's interesting. It's Wit Studio, so Oh <laughs> that'll be that'll be really interesting. Uh, uh, looks like we got a couple leftovers as well. We're getting more Requiem of the Rose King. I don't know why. I don't understand. It's it's just But it's about you, Rex. It's so fucking <laughs> um, weird. There's also some movies that are that might be interesting. There's uh, a quintessential quintuplets sequel mm. movie. There's already been a movie. Apparently, is getting a movie again. Um, Isekai Quartet is getting a movie. That sounds awesome. Oh, Odd Taxi is getting a movie. Yeah, it's a compilation um, movie with a new ending. Uh, oh, okay. uh, Takagi San is getting a movie. Huh. And Penguin Drum's getting a movie. Hooray! 
Nice. Which is also a compilation movie with new elements. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And Butt Detective is getting a movie. <laughs> Butt Detective. Oh, there you go. With, that is a fantastic name. I'm sorry. Moriarty is brilliant. It's it's Moriarty, but Oshiri is a butt. So, yeah, that's... Wow. As, like, as butt uh, puns go, that's quality. As butt, pl- <laughs> as butt puns go, yes. We got some OVAs. Legends of the Galactic Hero. Dia Nuetese is getting more stuff. Um, Ghost in the uh, Shell has a new season. The Standalone Complex 2045. What's um, really important is that we're getting Strike the Blood final. The last season of Strike the Blood. Did, did you know there were four seasons already and it's getting a fifth? I did. I've watched all the OVAs they dropped since then. I've watched all the titties and all the vampire blood sucking. Yeah. I, I, you know, you know I, I'm going to call your bluff on that. I think you're bullshitting me. I don't think you've seen any of it. No, I did. I watched the last one, even though I didn't really understand what was happening, where they were fighting on mech, with mechs on a frozen lake, and he accidentally went into like an alternate universe. So did you watch any of the ones in between? Yeah, I do, I, if it's been on Crunchyroll, I watched it. It Strike the Blood, I watch all of it. Okay. <laughs> oh, the, they're also finally doing, I believe this was supposed to be earlier and it got pushed forward, but they're doing your boy Kong Ming. What? <laughs> Oh, your yeah. boy Kong Ming. That's yes. the actual title of it. Yes, yep. that is actually what actual it is. Your boy. It's it your is boy. the fucking legendary military tactician from the, the War of Three Kingdoms as a rapper. So it is. Your boy Kong Ming. Yes, that is, <laughs> that is actually what it's called. It's kind of incredible. Oh, God. Okay, mm-hmm. that definitely deserves a watch. And it's by PA Works, so it's probably yeah, going to look amazing. Works, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like Wit uh, Studios doing an OVA uh, vampire in the garden. Um, would... <sighs> that doesn't have it? anything to do with Dance of the Vampire Bunt, does it? No, no it's unfortunately. unfortunately. Dance of the Vampire Bunt is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't recommend it. Can't blanket recommend it. You can't it recommend it. That's the thing. You can't. Because <laughs> it makes you look like a pervert. But it's, it's, it's actually really compelling. There's <laughs> apparently a sequel to the, uh, the Roman Bath. Uh, yeah, Therme Rome. I've not seen the original anime, but I have the manga. I love that. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that Moriarty show is getting in a couple episodes. And Princess Principal is getting more stuff. And yeah, they got like five more movies in that. Yeah, yeah but the Princess Principal one is specifically a short that, that is coming on a Blu-ray. Huh. More importantly, Tiger and Bunny is getting a season two. <laughs> yeah, no, 25 not. episodes of Tiger and Bunny yeah. 2. Wait, what? I thought yeah, that was that, an OVA. No, it's 25 episodes. It's starting. Netflix have licensed it. It's starting like in. It says what? it's a sequel to the movie. Yeah, oh. it's, yeah. A, it's an I'm OVA, sorry. but it's basically a show. I mean, oh, yeah. okay. You know how these, these categories get a little complicated? Because it's showing on Netflix. It's not showing on television in Japan. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Uh, more ta- more uh, Wild also, Harbor, Tiger and apparently- Barnaby. Apparently there is an Ultraman sequel coming that is like an Ultraman team up special with like previous Ultraman. That's yeah. Cool. That that's Netflix too. Of course it is. Boy Kong Ming is in, is incredible. My mind is blown that they have decided to do this. Where yes. the hell did this come from? We need to call Apparently this episode Your Boy Kong Ming and other shows that'll be available. Right? <laughs> Your boy it's, yo, yo, it's yo, it's your boy Kong Ming! Ming. <laughs> Smash that like button. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So, uh, 
traditionally. It's time to do the quick roundup. Uh, t- give me what your overall feelings on the season, what you, how good a season you think it'll be, and any shows you're particularly uh, interested in. Doc, why don't you go first? Uh, yeah, I said Tiger and Bunny, Kaguya-sama, uh, Spy Family. Yeah, those ones those are the main three. How do you feel about the season overall? Uh, it looks pretty good. About twice as full as the current season. <laughs> well, the season did really suck. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. So. Uh, pizza, what do you think? Uh, I think overall the sh- the season will be pretty decent. It'll probably have more shows that I'll actually watch this season. But top three, I'd say Love After World Domination will be up there. Uh, what Spyx Family, and then uh, what's the other one that I was really interested in? Uh, I'm going to av- try to avoid sequels. So I'd say uh, the RPG one by Dogokobo seems pretty interesting. And then your boy Kong Ming, man. <laughs> yeah, boy your Kong Ming. <laughs> Gotta watch that. Okay, Ray, what do you think? Um, I am actually really hyped. I'm probably going to be watching more se- more seasons or more series this season than I have in a very long time. Um, there's Otome Game Mob. There's Shikimori. Um, Science Fell in Love Season 2. There's Love After World Domination. There's Komi 2. There's Kaguya 3. Uh, there's uh, Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. This is a stacked season for me. I am super hyped. And, of course, your boy Kong Ming. Absolutely. You a Marga, what do you think? Yeah, it, count me another voice saying that I don't know what it was about this winter not stacking up with some of the previous ones. But, yeah, spring's looking a hell of a lot better for me. And, yeah, probably more more series than shit since about mid-2020, I think. So... Oh, God, trying to pick, say, top three or four. I, I don't know. Kaguya-sama, Komi-san. Um, shoot, I just lost it. But Love After World Domination, you know, several, quite a few I'm hyped on for sure. So, Yeah, I'm really interested in this season. I think there's... Oh, Spy Family, that's... Sorry. But yeah, yeah Spy Family. Spy Family is one of mine. Uh, everything by uh, Do- Doja Kobo. Uh, science fell in love part two love after world domination i am very curious about chin ikitosin give me a little action <laughs> that action uh there's, there's a little too much he's got as always there's way too many terrible sp- sports shows um i'm very fascinated by summertime render i'm going to be very curious to see how that works out but what we're looking at is a season at bare minimum with stuff like kaguya and spy x family and mobs i think we're going to end up with a very good season, and potentially if some of these middle shows where you're not sure what you're going to get break out, we could be, this could be a really, really good season. So, like, I don't, I don't anticipate another six show collab next, uh, next right yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So that has been your spring twenty two twenty two spring twenty twenty two season preview. We hope you liked it. Uh, if hope you're interested in all these shows, hope you'll watch your boy Kong Ming because mm-hmm. it's your boy. And of course, obviously Shin Ikatowson, the anime no. of the season, just no. out of the gate. Just uh, no. Yes. I have been your host or your interim host. Requiem with me t- this week has been Doc Kev. Bye bye. 
That's my pizza. If it, I had the power, I would totally title this podcast "Your Boy Kong Ming." <laughs> we got we got to get it in there somehow. Yeah. Rate right, Zeno. Yep. And you, Amar guy. Thanks for having me on. No problem. And we will see you again in two weeks. Bye. 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 Bye.